Hey, what do you call a circle jerk with a bunch of little people? A midget spinner. (laughs) 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 My name's Andy. With me is always putting the jerk in circle jerk. Muller. Uh, what do you call a circle jerk with the Mahler and it's midgets? Just Mahler. A mulget spinner. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. These are getting low grade. <laughs> and with us as well, spinning midgets like no one's business, Richard. Uh, two things. I would sleep with a midget, and <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. I mean, I was there when the movie was on, but I didn't really pay attention. Well, I'm glad you've gotten yes, that out uh, of the way. Thank God. Richard was too busy getting me tipsy off of those it's true sour a bunch of people drinks. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the edge of my seat for this week's Richard story. I'll tell you one thing I know. Well, we got your two choices here again. Returning contender, uh, peeing his pants. <laughs> Maybe deceptive. You know, you never know. So or, it's deceptive than that it's a really crappy, not funny story. Deceptive as in, I don't remember peeing my pants. <laughs> <laughs> or Even Richard doesn't know what that story oh, is. See if you can figure out this title, Snitchered. Richard. Wrestling with Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't. I remember that one. <laughs> I, I really don't like there to be, uh, you, know, con, you know, week after week contenders, but I think that peeing your pants is going to be uh, on the next, next week's episode because oh, I want to hear wrestling with Beethoven. I'm glad you picked it. It's a good one. <laughs> it only hasn't been on the list so far because I just remembered it. Yeah, and I heard you <laughs> chuckling earlier about it so I knew when you remembered it. So, uh, so a long time ago, I, I think we were probably, I'm going to guess middle school, maybe early high school. We were hanging out. I think we were having like sleepover at Buddy's house, and we were walking to the convenience store. We had to cut through uh, like a schoolyard, had a playground, all that jazz. And we started, you know, we're pretty young. We're just fucking around on the playground and whatever. And there's this big, big like St. Bernard. I say Beethoven because it's like, you know, the Beethoven dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah huge dog. Re- everyone yeah. remembers that dog. It was a cool dog. It was just hanging out there. There's like no owner. I have a good Beethoven story after okay. this, so make sure you <laughs> remind So it was a cool dog. It was just hanging out. It was like super chill. It was coming over for pets. It was kind of just followed us around like the park for a bit. I don't have no idea where the fucking owner was because it was with us. Oh, for, yes. It was with us for quite a while. No <laughs> owner in sight, so whatever. We're, we're petting this dog. We're not ever playing on the playground. <laughs> and then Richard was like kind of on the ground. He was like... Look at look, guys! If you start, if you just lie down, the dog starts wrestling with you. Whatever, the dog kind of starts playing. <laughs> you can see where this is going. <laughs> so the dog is com- at one point just completely over Richard, and then like right as he said that, like, look, guys, if you lie down, it starts, it'll just start play wrestling with you. Immediately starts like it's like fully mounted on Richard, just starts pumping the shit out of him. And I don't think you realized immediately. No, because it wasn't touching me; it was too big. But then when you did, it was just the dog's penis was too big. (laughs) As soon as you realized, it was like a full body panic because we started laughing. It was a full body panic. (laughs) It was freaked out. Being raped by a dog. (laughs) Stumbled out of there. I just, I just that line has stuck with me. Like forever, like look, guys, if you lie down, it's wrestling with you as the dog's humping the shit out of him. Well, uh, what do we have? There's like five, uh, there's six sequels for Beethoven. So, Beethoven, there's a lot. Beethoven's second, seventh, uh, and Beethoven you know, died. They made the Air Bud movies. Beet- <laughs> Beethoven's seventh, uh, Bestiality in Heaven. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I don't know what. <laughs> what so the you next said you have some about. kind of Beethoven story? Well, did I ever tell you that I was uh, the time I defeated a dog? 
Uh, <laughs> would you kill a dog? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more Took of a... my broadsword and thrust <laughs> it through its chest. <laughs> yes. I'd... Well, um, so when I was a kid, I mean, I lived in kind of the farm area, so you'd have... People don't really follow a lot of regulations no. and stuff. So some Not people have. So I'm, one of my neighbors, I remember in, in kind of this one street, I didn't like to go down. His dog would just chase you and, bar- and like was really violent and mm-hmm. stuff. So you'd, if you ended up walking by there, you could you kind of stare down the dog a little bit and yeah. you, maybe it would chase you today or maybe it would not, yeah, depending yeah, yeah, on yeah, how yeah. much of a wussy that you, uh, yeah. that you were being. So you could usually outrun it too because I think it's one of those things where the dog's not really trying to get you, but it wants to. Chase you it away. It wants you off, off its territory. It, it wants you to get like, it wants to get, a meter close to you, but not not all the way. But it, you know, I'm it's hurting. Pro- I'm probably 11 years old at the time, so like not that really, not that big. So um, my buddy uh, Tim, which I know you, I think you, Andy knows, and I, yeah. I think Richard probably knows. Anyways, he's one of these like uh, kind of militant styled fellows. Oh, like they're really him. into guns and like uh, you know uh, just into like nature stuff and yeah. bear grills and drinking your own piss. Yeah, and, he like, was all into that bear sort of stuff for, uh, um, and whatnot. And like that was kind of my connection to. Uh, some sort of natural world as a as a kid who just liked to play video games and yeah. like do web stuff and stuff and we would you know we'd go out and that's that's pretty fun. So he told me this story about uh, he was walking down this road and a like full size Saint Bernard just screams out of the bushes that he's <laughs> immediately like next to yeah. like to attack him like jumping in the air and he's like you know he's always one of those guys who has knives on him and like just like uh-huh. all okay. sorts of stuff. So. Um, he told me this amazing movement that he did where the dog jumped out and he punched the dog in the yeah. face as he That's spun and then whipped out his like knife and like his sweater to like attack it but he had but the dog had been scared off like yeah, immediately. Yeah, evenly yeah. a giant dog like a Saint Bernard. You know the dog I was dealing with was like a quarter of the size so it's like a chihuahua. Half. You're like, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's like a, a tiny Saint Bernard puppy. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. adorable oh dog. Um, you know like just like a just like a real medium sized dog like not even probably a little not even quite as big as drake but, yeah. but pretty close drake is um, my dog for the yeah listening. um so uh it really taught me this lesson about how dogs work and the next time that dog came i just took a big <laughs> swing at its face with my boot and like he didn't even get close to me because it's like as soon as dog like 95 percent of dogs uh as soon as they see that you're willing to fight them back yeah. like they're just big pussies unless because well, you're like, displaying dominance yeah, yeah yeah or something along those they lines. respect you now that actually reminds me of another story of, with Tim with, the, with dogs where uh, me and all my uncles and all like my cousins, there was probably like 20 of us biking. Sacrificed a dog. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we all got together, Mandy style. And Ended we, the drought. We wrapped this dog up in a, in a sack cloth and hung it and then burned the cloth, <laughs> burned it alive. No, um, so we were all on like a country bike ride and, uh, and this dog came up from this property and started chasing everybody and whatnot. So Tim does a quick loop back. Uh, like a, like a, like <laughs> the a, dog's already <laughs> given up. No, he, He's like, no, I'm going back. <laughs> he, Tim, Tim does a loop back. Uh, like, so there's only about half of us are ahead of the dog, so the other half of us have to kind of go. So he creeps up behind this dog. He snuck up on a dog? <laughs> yeah, because he's on a bicycle, so yeah. he, the dog can't really hear him. And the dog's focused on everybody else and just does a big boot right in the asshole. Like, nice. <laughs> right, right great. Right That's great. <laughs> It was, it was one of the funniest things I'd seen all year. <laughs> like just, just especially this guy with like these like pointy, like what are those freaking like weird Cowboy hipster boots? boots that like people not 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 really like they're like blunder or something or I don't know I don't know I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the names of shoes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just just seeing him like wait he's got his knees like they're not on the pedals they're like 
they're uh, they're raised up, so he's just like on the bike with his arms and his knees are, are up, and then just giving him the whole the ninety degree boot nice. to the boot to the anus. It was, it was pretty so good. Did so. the dog run off? Or? Yeah, definitely. The dog killed over, vomited, <laughs> shit itself, and died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should probably get to some movies because uh, that was already too many tangents. So, um, t- record timing. So, t- yeah, today today's most hated movie ever of the week <laughs> is <laughs> is Tiptoes. And I know what you're thinking: What the hell is Tiptoes? This movie that no one's heard of. What's this movie that I'm no one's heard it. of? Yeah, it's Richard seen it. So um, I've actually got a trailer here for us to listen to. So let's uh, here it is. Uh, right, I got just queuing it up. Okay, there we go. This is the Carol and trailer. Stephen's life together was perfect. I've got to get going. Right this second. She's trying to give him a blowjob right now. Hey, yeah. baby. Hey, sweetie. I love you. There's one small problem. Hi, I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. Gary Oldman. Are your parents, um... Yeah. It can tear them apart. I think you're gonna let me know that everyone in your family's a midget. (laughs) They're not midgets, Carol. Dwarfs. Whatever. Or bring them together. Hey, welcome. I'm Steven. Oh, there you are. Gary Oldman's a midget here. And his mom, Kathleen. And over behind the bar is Steven's brother, Ralph. Hi. That's Ralph. You could have prepared us for this, don't you think? If you embarrass me, I'll never speak to you again, so just get it together. I think maybe I'm pregnant. When the going gets rough, it's only the size of your heart that counts. Would it really be that big of a deal if our kid was a dwarf? You knocked up this great girl and you didn't tell her that her baby's probably gonna be little. I'm not like you. We are so cute and cuddly. Don't discriminate oh. against us. Oh. You said these parties got a little wild. I never expected this. There's sure a lot of midgets around here. Just a party full of a hundred midgets on screen right now. Like 101 donations. 101 ready for an adult relationship. What is this man doing in your bedroom? This, this, this full-size man is beating up Gary Oldman as a midget right now. Because of his hooker girlfriend. walk down the aisle. Ah, Steven's a, he's a very lucky guy. I just hope he's smart enough not to screw it up. Is just a beginning. There'll be rough patches, there's no doubt about it. Canal Plus and Langley Productions proudly present <laughs> command performances from Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey, Patricia Arquette, and in the role of a lifetime, <laughs> Gary Oldman. In the role of a lifetime. <laughs> Tiptoes. Tiptoes. So, Free promo we just got here. So I had to play that trailer just for that last line. Because the trailer's amazing. It, yeah, it, and and uh, we understand it's on audio and it's it's not as amazing to just listen to. But but that line, and in the role of a lifetime, <laughs> Gary <laughs> Oldman on his knees pretending, pretending to be a midget. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I would say... Haven't watched this. Not everyone needs to watch this movie, but everyone needs to watch the trailer. The audio is actually still pretty good, like yeah. we just played. But uh, the trailer is—it's kind of incredible. It feels like a fake parody trailer. Nothing about it seems like like this is a real movie. Yeah, it, it sounds like something that I would have seen on like the Ben Stiller show in the '90s because they made like fake trailers yeah. like, like similar to this. And it, it's to me the first thing. It feels like you remember. Um, for that Grindhouse like double feature movie that Robert Rodriguez right, with, yeah, and yeah. Quentin Tarantino did, and they had a bunch of fake movie what trailers. Was the, what yeah. was the movie in? 
It was in. It was in. Uh, yeah, it was in a, what's it called? A different movie. It's what called uh, the the one with Kurt Russell in the car, like Death Proof. Death Proof, right? That's what it was in, right? I don't remember which. I never saw it in the theater, so I never okay, saw any the trailers. But they made all these fake trailers to play before their double feature movie thing, and one of them was like Hobo with a shotgun, and it was like Werewolf. Yeah, and, and one was Machete. Machete, yeah, and they actually ended up making these movies, but at the time they were just fake trailers they made for fun and this trailer feels like it could be that like they're not a, like those were all violent fake trailers they made but this just feels everything about it is just feels like a joke especially like you have this low brow like just what comes across like this slapdick movie that's just like oh yeah, what I if a family of midgets <laughs> but it's got <laughs> yeah. like Gary Oldman and Matthew I thought it was going to be a comedy like, yeah, the, well, yeah, you comedy. listen to the trailer, and that sounds like a comedy. Okay, let's get let's get this right off off the bat. This movie is a flat out flat out drama. drama. Yeah. Yeah. There is, it is not meant to be funny, and nothing no. in it is really funny. Like the tone of the end of it, where he's oh, in a role of a lifetime. That's what this movie is like. Yeah, and it's so fucking bizarre. Well, because the trailer, the actual trailer, like it has that such like a slapdick feel to it. it. Even has like the narrator, like, and she's gonna learn being being a midget. It's not all. It's cracked up. It just feels like that. Like, it, even though he doesn't say that, but like, it just feels like it. You know, it's so hilariously bizarre. We saw the trailer and we're like, well, we have to watch this. Yeah, it's like they. Kind of knowing that it wasn't going to deliver <laughs> what the trailer promised, but. Yeah, it's like they came up with this with this movie and um, they, they thought, well, it's hard to present this as just a drama because it's a it's a movie about midgets. <laughs> um, so and it's and it's not like my six hundred pound life or something like that. The sexiest show on television. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's it's you know it's not like some midget version of that or something. Um, so it's like they're like, well, I guess maybe we got to make it kind of like a comedy so people will be like interested. But nothing about it is a comedy at all. Well, so uh, like it it reviewed like it really tanked in the reviews and. Uh, a, like a bunch of like the people involved uh, actually defended it, saying that uh, it was like recut to be more to be different than it was originally. Like the producers came in and meddled with a bunch of the editing and whatnot, and made it like a different movie than it was filmed to be. Yeah. I don't know what it was necessary. Like it was clearly going for something dramatic, and it's not like the the cut that we got was like super comedic. We were just saying like it's 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 a drama movie. It's not a comedy in the That's slightest. It's a weird movie. So I mean. The only thing you really need to talk about in this movie is Gary Oldman because he is he is the star of the show. He is the movie. So um, you know you probably got from the from the trailer Matthew McConaughey is with Kate Beckinsale and then his brother Rolf, who's Gary Oldman, shows up and then she finds out that Rolf is a midget and then all of Matthew McConaughey's family's a midget too and 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 really the whole movie is just her trying to come to terms with the idea that her baby might be a midget baby or like might no that's only like like halfway through not even that's like the first twenty minutes of the movie but uh, but that's what the movie's about but just just like all. Yeah, sort of. Like, um, like, think it's even though that. there's about a hundred scenes that don't include that main <laughs> premise, those scenes don't introduce another premise that's more pressing. Like it's like that's the most. Well, so like before even getting to to Gary Oldman, just talking about the cast, it's so bizarre. Even just listening to the trailer, but watching the movie. Uh, you have all like these what are now a list. Yeah, like Gary Oldman actors. was not a small star at the time. I no, don't think. Gary I Oldman's know. been like, Gary Oldman's a, been pretty highly acclaimed. But you've for got quite a Peter while Dinklage. Now. Well, yeah. 
you've got him there, and he's doing What's a shitty movie? accent. And <laughs> he's a that shitty character. Shitty French accent. And he could have just been. He could have just done Gary Oldman's role. Why the fuck <laughs> are they have a, a tall guy kneel down? Yeah, you watch the trailer, and it, it's just one after another. It's like Matthew McConaughey and uh, Kate, Kate Beckinsale, Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, and Peter Dinklage, who wasn't really anything at the time. No. Uh, and, and Gary Oldman in the role of a lifetime. But it's just like this is this. According to the trailer, it looks like this slapdick movie. Like, what if you're surrounded by midgets? Oh, I just made a movie out of that. But it's like got all these high list like actors on it. It's so it feels like they they like tricked a bunch of high tier actors into being into like this movie that would probably tank end up that you think would end up tanking their career. Well, we found some footage on YouTube like uh, the other day of of Gary Oldman like preparing for the role and he's like talking oh, with yeah, a midget. Yeah, 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 this yeah, midget is great. like showing him how they kind of curl their hands because I think their musculature is a bit different, which they go into in great detail in wow. Tiptoes about like all their medical problems and stuff. Like this is a serious yeah. movie. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's very um, so and Gary Oldman's just like intently listening to the guy and like trying to figure out how to like curl his hands like a midget does like properly and whatnot yeah. and it's it's so funny that because he's put he's put his all into it and you and it really shows in the movie like he oh, is yeah. he is definitely the star of it and he's taking it dead serious um well like gary oldman's like known for that like being like way into roles and i think he's had like a couple like uh cur- like kerfuffles on set like getting because everything gets really heated because he gets way into it and like yeah i like he's known for that and you can tell in this movie he is giving it his all. Like he is, he is not like he's not like. Oh, this is the stupid thing. I'm going to pretend to be a midget. It'll be hilarious or whatever. Like he's he's getting into it. He. I think we found another interview where he had mentioned that he's like, yeah, it didn't really turn out the way that I thought this movie was going to be when, <laughs> really? we, when we were That's filming funny. it. Um, so if and just for everyone who do, if you don't know who Gary Oldman is, he plays uh, Commissioner Gordon on the new Batman movies, like the uh, the well, not the new Batman, the Nol- the Christopher Nolan yeah. Batman, you know, the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises and and uh, blah blah blah. So um, that's uh, that's that's who the guy is. So it's so bizarre because. So you have these shots of Gary Oldman where he's sitting on the couch, and those are my favorite shots <laughs> in the entire. And his, oh, his, yeah. it's clear that his torso is buried into the couch. He's just standing in a fake. And couch. He's just standing <laughs> in a fake couch, and they have some fake, fake legs. legs dangling out. You know what it reminded me of? Because it was so clear, it was so obviously like he's in the legs didn't the look couch. very good. The legs were just kind of dangling out, like lifeless, like they and. It reminded me. It looks like, like a ventriloquist dummy's leg. It yeah. reminded me of like Alf. So yeah. You remember Alf, that like yeah. puppet, that fuzzy like Muppet alien uh, TV Eats show? Cats. It reminded me of that. Anytime he'd be like propped up on a table and you know he was there because there's a guy kind of controlling him from behind the table. Or yeah, he's on a couch and you kind of see his legs dangling over, but it's clearly like they've cut out a space for the guy to work the puppet. Yeah. That's what it looked like. I, I couldn't help but think of Alf. I just want to know Gary what. Gary Oldman pretend <laughs> to be a midget on a couch. I want to know what Gary Oldman was thinking when he, when they did that like was yeah. he thinking like yeah this is going to turn out he's good he's probably more concerned with his role and then he's done all like the table reads and stuff and they're just like this is what we're going to do and he's like oh shit yeah, but actors get upset about things if people do like stupid crap sometimes they're like oh that doesn't make sense for my character if yeah I'm, blah 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 but um yeah it's it's interesting like yeah it would be great to hear because I've, I've seen like i looked up a few interview questions and no one seems to ask him a question that gets him like talking about it, they all just kind of say, "Oh, what about that tiptoes?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, it was a thing. I thought it would turn out pretty good." And then it moves on. It's like, "Ah, come on, you could have pressed this." Like, 
like what did you think it was going to end up being like like this this acclaimed like oh my god really yeah like, it's like when uh, a high name actor plays like a half retarded person or yes. yeah. you never go full retard <laughs> yes yes um so the greatest thing to me about this movie is that it was an hour and a half long that's not the greatest thing um that's pretty good and though. Every 10 minutes, I just started laughing about how funny it was that Gary Oldman was playing a midget, and it never was less funny. Gary For the Oldman. full hour and a half, I was killing myself on this one single yes. joke. Yeah. Like, and it's not an intentional not joke, joke. Not at all. <laughs> but this one single point, I could watch the movie again, and I think it would continue being just he's, as funny for funny. eternity. Every second he's on screen is entertaining. <laughs> yeah, because he's like a hunchback, too. So it's yeah. just like, his, yeah, like his, his, none of his clothes fit him very well. Like, they're very loose. So it just, it kind of looks like his body is just a freaking dummy. Like, it, well, it looks like it's a, one of those dummies they throw off a cliff for cheap B-movies. He doesn't look like a little person at all. It looks... Every, like it just yeah. looks uh, so goofy and unconvincing and hilarious at all times because yeah they gave him like a hunchback and he, he walks with a cane and, and whatever but like like normally a little person like their 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 their, their, their proportions are a bit different than ours like their arms are a bit like bulkier and their head yeah. is like normal size but then their torso is like well their arms aren't like super long though either yeah right? but they have like a similar amount of flesh that we would have but their arms aren't as long so I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is coming off yeah the, the midget you just attention. crafted by description is a monstrosity <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just imagining I'm imagining trying that, to describe flesh, <laughs> that, that, that meme that went around a few years ago about like this is the perfect human body and it's like the and, and the guy is just got like ripples oh, yeah, and nipples yeah, yeah, yeah. and That's folds all over his chest and like this is the most crash resistant body. I know, I swear, every, <laughs> everyone will know what I mean. Like, like I'm like a little, know a little person's like. proportions are different than ours. But Gary Oldman, it's just Gary Oldman, and they stuffed like a hunchback into his or like a hunch into his shoulder. Uh, and then he, he and he goes around horrible. on his his on his knees with yeah. the worst CGI I've ever seen oh, yeah, to cover the it up. Foot CG. Yeah, there's yeah. it looks like someone MS. This Paint still sounds like us describing it. It still sounds like we're describing a parody. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Still, this still doesn't sound like a real movie. It, it looks like someone MS Paint shopped just a crappy cartoon <laughs> image of a foot yeah. where his where his knees are. It doesn't look at, like you will be shocked at how accurate my description is. Yeah. Like it sounds like I'm just hyperbolizing, but I promise you I'm not. It is it's not like people sometimes tell me that it's like, oh, you guys are too you're too sensitive to CGI. You know, I thought that CGI looked fine or whatever. And yeah, it's I like watch more movies. Yeah, I, well, I can see that. how someone might think that though, because sure. some CGI is somewhat convincing. Yeah, sure. Even if it, even if we find it off-putting, because like we're pretty sensitive to it, um, nobody would find this convincing. Like no. nobody no, for a one second like pencil. Like it's an old style of CG. It's it didn't make any sense. Well, it just looked like they blurred his knee. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, like when somebody photoshops and they cut out somebody and they don't do a very good job of cutting out their hair. So like you can see yeah, the, like the original line. background yeah. or you can yeah. see like a, just a big round section where their head is instead of them like cutting into each individual hair yeah. so that it really goes well in the new background. That's what it looked like, but just way worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. Um There's something so funny about that line in that trailer where they're like, oh, and this is his brother, Ralph. <laughs> like, and he's just, it's just, I don't know why I think that's because he, he kind of raises his hand up, like, a, a, you know, up, up above his shoulder just a little bit. And, you know, because he's giving some awkward hello or something. Well, and he's sitting at the drink bar like he's going to serve them some drinks or something like that. And, part of the comedy, at least for me, definitely came from you can tell 
Gary Oldman is trying his best to make this work. And for whatever reason, he thought it'd be a good idea. But clearly, like even during filming, you could tell he probably knew it's like, well, this is this is not something's yeah. gone wrong. Something's gone awry. <laughs> but he's still trying his best. Yeah, like, he's you really can committed. act a mental handicap, but it's pretty hard to act a physical. Well, I mean, unless they it's a had whole some body thing, crazy prosthetics. Because, like yeah. I said, his head looks like his head and arms look very normally portioned. I think it's he fine. Just happens to be walking around on his knees. Listen, yeah. Donald Trump did a great handicapped impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like Ricky Gervais does, I think, a really good. He has a bit of a physical handicap in that yeah, Derek, Derek show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has. He definitely has a mental a handicap. Mental but he I ha- don't remember the But he like one. the way that he moves. Yeah, he he has a bit of a physical yeah. like. Uh, oh, he's so good in that. Yeah, and it's like I thought he did a fantastic job. I mean, I had people say that they thought it was really terrible and whatnot. Really? I, I said, well, you guys need to watch more than five minutes, I guess. Yeah, I um, thought it was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really yeah, great show, show. If, if people haven't seen it. Um, maybe if Gary Oldman had played in <laughs> Ricky Gervais' show, mm-hmm. um, that would have been uh, that would have worked out a little better. It reminded me, uh, do you remember a while back when we were playing, playing Diablo, or Diablo 3, the video game? And there's that one, like, store merchant, like an NPC type uh, that was just, it was supposed to be a little girl that you were buying stuff Oh, yeah, from. and she looked like just a shrunken adult. And, like, they clearly <laughs> in this game, they didn't, like, animate or, or, or graphic a, a, a child. So they just took, like, a <laughs> tall woman and just shrunk, <laughs> down, <laughs> just shrunk down the size of the end of, of the character. And it, like, I, it always cracked me up every time we saw it. It's just this tiny woman. Like, she's not, <laughs> yeah. she's not a midget. She doesn't have dwarfism. It's not a child. It's just a woman who happens to be tiny. <laughs> it always cracked me up. And Gary Oldman reminded me of that. Because it's like this is not a little person I'm looking at. He doesn't have any of the. You would not look at him, and you'd think it was a guy who had gotten an accident and lost his legs at the knees. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of yeah. like uh, Hank's dad in King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like I gotta that. rewatch that show. That show is so fucking funny. It's I remember good. it being funny. It's, been it's a so while, bizarre. Um, so speaking of the Dark Knight and uh-huh. Gary Oldman. Uh, do you remember that premise uh, in... Uh, so if you remember in The Dark Knight, you know, obviously Batman's a billionaire. He uses his corporation to um, to fund his Batman yeah. ventures and whatnot. And obviously you don't want people in the corporation knowing that. And he's got Morgan Freeman who kind of runs this, you know, he builds him his bat suit. He builds him his bat tools and his bat car yeah. and whatnot. So, um, so there's a part in The Dark Knight where someone in the corporation finds out that they're doing this. Yeah. And, and he goes up to Morgan Freeman and he says, hey, I know that I know that this is, uh, that, that you guys are funding Batman and whatever, and like in, or, or that Bruce Wayne everybody. is. Yeah, I'm going to tell everybody and whatnot. And um, Morgan Freeman's like, so let me get this straight. You're going to go public with the information that the world's richest billionaire likes to go into alleyways at night and beat up thugs just for fun? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had my roommate this week try to (laughs) Batman blackmail me. Oh, that's great. And I just thought that it was one of the funniest things and one of the most stressful weeks I've had in years. Yeah, I got to imagine it was a mixed experience. So so I'll I'll give you guys the whole scoop here. And so... This also, I, I've got six people in my house, including myself, right? So I just administrate the house and make sure people don't do stupid things and I, t- I collect the rent. Organize the, the orgies. Yeah, organize the orgies, <laughs> you know, uh, bang my roommate's friends, you know, whatever you got to do to, to set keep, up the camera. Yes, set the spy cam. Here's your weird eyed wise shut mask. <laughs> Welcome to the house. Yeah. 
I don't even know what that looks like. I'd, eyes wide. Like I think it's a masquerade mask. ball. Like yeah, a, it's like a oh, Phantom oh, of the like, Opera. Yeah, right, lights. right. Yeah, no, I, I get all the Phantom of the Opera masks and <laughs> distribute them on Mondays and clean them on Tuesday nights. You really yeah, got to clean them. Yeah, <laughs> scrub down of the whole house. I go shopping for <laughs> all sorts of paraphernalia. I've got $900 of orders from adamandeve.com every month. Um so yeah, it's like I don't care really how what what people are like. It's like just don't do stupid things that you know don't make your roommates uncomfortable and blah blah blah. Just like a general general peacekeeping administrative type role. So this guy, he's moved in like two months ago, and since he's moved in two months ago, he 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 like makes he's such a fucking weirdo. He makes like ginger and lemon tea. That's not that weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking psycho! Really took that. Yeah. It sounded what delicious. No. Isn't that weird? He's cut, he's cutting up like lemon and ginger and, sure. and putting it on the stove for like five hours a day. Oh, he's doing a lemon ginger reduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's not like he's not making a tea bag and then like using a kettle and then just pouring it in to take it to his room. The guy's constantly just yeah, making fucking down, tea Richard. all day. And remember, this is a house of six people, right? Everybody's got to yeah. use the stuff. Like yeah, it's yeah. like. You, it's it's just not that great. Like I'm the only person who should be monopolizing this stuff. I can't. I can have one extroverted person in the house and like five introverted people who keep to themselves and don't uh -huh. leave a mess. That's what I can afford here, and I'm the extroverted this one. Is great. Like so. Uh, yeah, and it's like I'm the only person. Classic Mueller snobbery. Yeah. So I've got. A, I'm. I'm. I've got the lease with the landlord. Everybody just kind of rents from me or whatever. Like they don't have tenant rights or anything like yeah, you're that. You're subletting. Um, you know, it's a it's a whole different thing. So. This guy, he he throws this tea on on super hot, like max, and then he goes and like takes a nap, and then I come starts boiling. Yeah, water. so I come home. It's 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 the water's gone. It's just smoking it's just and burning the and pan, burning the pan yeah. and filling up the whole house. Yeah, so, what kind of drugs is he on that he's taking a nap? Yeah, I have no, I have this. no fuck. He's on the drug called being an immature piece of shit. Is got like it. what he's on. So got I, I mean, after the first time this happened, I said, hey man, like you got to use a timer. Yeah, like, this is this is. I've I've lived with literally fifty people in my life. I've never had this. He's like, oh, I can't watch water boil. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, find yeah. something to do. I'll yeah. just fall asleep. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's hard. It's hard to know. Uh, you know how long it's gonna. How take long does water it, take to boil? It, it, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I guess he's got to boil it for like a, an extended period of time. But it's like that's your fucking problem, man. Yeah. Like it's like, listen, I you know I don't. You never know how much time it's gonna take. It's like, well, you better. What's our sea level? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like what, do you want me to take responsibility for that? Don't cook the tea, then I don't care what you do. Yeah. Like, it's like, so anyway, so this this has happened three or four times now in the last two months, where it's it gets down to that smoking point. It's like I go to take a nap. Now I can't because my house and my room is like filled with smoke or something. Like this is a. This well, is an obviously huge yeah, concern. Yeah, beyond smoke, it's just a clear fire. I mean, the smoke is telling you that it's a fire hazard. Have the <laughs> other. Tenants, my other roommates have expressed this. Like I've had my roommates express to me, I, I didn't want to leave the house because I saw that this was on and I was afraid the house was going to burn down. Jesus. Yeah, so that's the effect that yeah, he's having on, yeah, on other yeah, people here, yeah, right? Like terrible. this is so, so I so I talked to him. I said, listen, we've talked about this before. Um, this can never happen again. Like this is this is a, a safety concern. Like you know, blah blah blah. Um, 
if it happens again, like I'm going to ask you to leave. Like you, you can't live here anymore because you know you're 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 disrupting everyone's life. Yeah. Or whatever. So um, you know this really upset him, and he's like, "Well, it's, it's not a fire hazard. It's just going to smoke up the house. It's just going to melt what do you the pot. Think the smoke then is the pot will light on fire. Yeah. It's not like he just turned on his smoke machine and it's not real. Smoke. <laughs> What's the problem? I'll just where there's smoke, smoke, there's smoke. a dry pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like well, listen, nothing bad can happen. It's contained nothing to the pot. Nothing bad can happen. <laughs> Contained to the pot. Well, for fuck's sake. Good luck, sake, buddy. The, like, I mean, I just described to you the situation is like, I'm in charge and, you know, I'll kick you out if you if you fuck up. You're helping him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm helping him. So the, the, the fucking audacity to turn around and argue the person, it's like, it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. I think it, so that makes it right. Because because I mean, I'm you're in charge. Clearly right. It doesn't matter. He's gonna burn the well, fucking that's place what I'm down. Saying, <laughs> beyond all your weird, arrogant, I'm Muller, and you listen. Yeah, to exactly. You gotta listen to me. It's like, yeah, it's, that's because you're right. It's in this a instance. weird thing to to kick up a stink about when you're clearly doing something wrong. <laughs> How dare you try and take my Even water boiling naps away from me? Let's pretend, and if this is a wild thing to pretend that it's not a fire hazard, it's clearly a fire hazard. But let's pretend it isn't. You're still filling the house with. Smoke. Yeah, I've also done this no before. One wants it to fucks live the in pot. This. The pot's done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I talked talk to my landlord. I've talked to a few different people. It's like the, the the worst case scenario is you burn the whole house down, and everybody agrees that that's a real risk. Yeah, of and it's like yeah, okay, it is. Like so, the pot will light on fire. The, like, the pot will melt. Yeah, you'll ruin the glass the stop, which is a thousand dollars to yeah. fix, yeah. or or just flat out replace. Yeah, and then you know ultimately you'll have a fire and. <laughs> So, so get, get the best part of this. Last week, so, so he doesn't just like do this pot thing. He just leaves burners on and shit and walks away like with nothing on it and just yeah, forgets about it. And these are the burners head. don't turn red or anything like that. Like you just think they're yeah, off. It's a, yeah, glass top. Um, you know, it's one, of, yeah, it's one of these glass tops. Oh, okay. So the other week I made some cinnamon rolls, uh, you know, with parchment paper. I took it out of the oven, threw it on, walked away, come back. It's fucking on fire Uh-oh. because this guy has lit this up. So I say this to that guy. He goes, oh, well, that's your fault because you put the parchment paper on it. <laughs> but he left the stovetop on. Yeah, but it's my fault because well, I was Because I'm the last person who did something. He's a fucking psycho. Because, you know, because uh, it's the last person who does something that matters, not whether you set up a reasonable scenario that anyone can even operate in. This it's like, is like, I understand, like, because he, he's, like, I think we've talked, like, he's pretty young. He's, like, early 20s. He's only a year or two like younger 20. than me. Yeah, that's true. But I was, I was about to say, like, I understand when you're, you're out on your own and you're kind of learning how to live out on your own and there's some things like even just learning to cook can be a you know it's a struggle of sorts but this is some real basic stuff like don't constantly leave like like the oven on like you that's not a lesson you should be mistaken it's it's way worse than basic in a month it's way worse than basic stuff because someone the person who like your landlord is asking you not to do it yeah. It's like my landlord asks They shouldn't have to. Yeah. Well, beyond... <laughs> really but that's what I'm to. saying. This isn't like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm kind of learning how to cook and I've screwed up a few meals. This is like... This is just learning how to turn the stove on and off. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so this bad. Is, it's like... It's but, super like, rudimentary. Like, when my... Like, so, I mean, I'm, a, you know, legally the landlord, even though it's like I, there is an owner of the... Yeah. Oh, you know, who's the actual landlord or whatnot. Um, it's like when he comes to the house and he's like, hey, like you guys didn't really mow the lawn this month or something. It's looking kind of shitty and like I I don't want the property to look like a yeah, yeah freaking reserve yeah, or something. Law. It's uh it's like I'm thinking it's like, oh man, I should really figure this out because like my, you know if my landlord's unhappy with me, he may eventually want to replace me or something. Yeah, like you that. might have Cause to because I'm causing headaches sure, for yeah, him, you right? Do a little upkeep on the place, yeah. And this 
type of idea just never crosses this fucking guy's mind. Like the idea it's that it's like, oh yeah, you know, the guy in charge, like, I probably... Stunted growth. Pardon? He's probably mentally ill or has some sort of stunted growth. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, immature, I was going to say in his brain, but that's definitely what yeah. you're referring I mean, to already. I, so I know this is going to sound rough, but anyone that chooses to live under you in a house full of five <laughs> other people has got to have something wrong. Yeah, and, and I mean, I know that what I'm saying is obviously right. Like, it's an obvious, it's yeah, obvious yeah. that you shouldn't do this. And I mean, the whole reason... Unless you've, like, fabricated a whole lot of this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's hard to be um, like, what's the problem? But, but to me, the <laughs> My point... My stove's on right now. I just leave it on so it's ready to go at all <laughs> ready times. Ready to go. The, the point... What do you think preheating is? <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm making about being in charge, though, is, like, it, you don't argue about it. It's like it's like other than the fact that I'm all right, that I'm completely right. Yeah. Even if I'm wrong, I can still make you There's leave. There's two problems with it. You're you're talking about arguing against clear authority, like a clear authority. Like you don't structure. argue with the police when and they're deciding to give you also, a ticket. Or yeah, not. yeah. Some people Stupid try idea. to. Yeah, yeah they're do. fucking it's idiots. Yeah. It's like it's that's when you keep your mouth shut and you hope that they're gracious to yeah, you because yeah. they have authority you're polite. over you. Yeah. Um and then the other is arguing for a stupid idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's like arguing against authority and then also arguing that you should be able to boil the stove away. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's not, it was, it was a, a tiny minor issue, he points it out. He's like, you know, like, I can't believe that you... Sure, and if you, and if you can correct that tiny minor issue, we won't have a problem. Yeah, it's like... And then he's like, ah! So what I kind of gathered about, because this story ramps way up. Like this, you know, this is, this already sounds like insanely ridiculous. It, it, it gets way bigger. And what I kind of figured out about this guy is like, he he's like a one-upper guy who always has to tell a bigger story than the other one. Right. But in this case, it's like if you at, if you tell him to do something, like he has to escalate it back to you. That's in, probably how he got away with not doing shit with like his parents or something. Like right, that. right, or some or something like this. You know, um, he just so, has to have the final word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he has to have like this final word or or whatever it is. So, um, you know, so I I leave it at that. It's a simple conversation. The issue's over. Yeah. You'll never burn a pot again, yeah. and I'm not going to ask you to leave because you're not doing this shit, you know? And if you're standing in front of a pot and you burn some of your food or something, that's way different than you fell asleep yeah, or whatever. Like, it's not like oh, there's yeah. no leniency yeah. for anything. I'm yeah. just, it's, it's, I think it's, a, a reasonable person who's listening can completely yeah, understand yeah. what yeah. the parameters of this are and, you know, what the spirit is of it. So, um, so I leave, and about four or five hours later, I get this fucking message from this guy, and it's like just one of the most hostile, threatening messages I've basically, so I've basically ever received from somebody. He's just, he's going off. He's like, you threatened my housing. Like, how dare you do this? It's like, I see you coming in here, fucking like 12, 13 girls in the last two, two months or whatever. And it's like, a, this is you know, a humble brag going on. Right yeah, now. a little bit, but they're all. Okay, buddy, maybe cut that number in like a quarter. Like not every per not every girl I know is someone I'm banging. Like, yeah. it's just relax here. Like, like, you know, I know all these things about you. He listed like, like four things, the only things he actually even knows about me, because it's like you touch yourself just, at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> like just you know, wouldn't it be a shame if one of them found out? And I'm thinking like it's like which one? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just maybe thinking, they'll like it. No, I'm just thinking it's just I'm like about you've turned told worse stories on this podcast. Yeah. Well, so, well, it's not even that bad of a story. It's like, you know, like sometimes you uh, sometimes you go meet a girl on Tinder and like they know you're on Tinder. Yeah. Like it's not a secret. You're like not what's... exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a whole it's different that... story if it's like I know you have a girlfriend that you're exclusive with and totally, you brought over totally. another girl. Yeah, you're a fucking slime Which is still ball. blackmail and you should stay the fuck out of people's business like that. Yeah, yeah. So just, just all, this, all this like threatening stuff and like whatever and I'm just like, man, 
now you definitely have to leave. Like the fact, yeah. like what type he went, of he he took it from a warning to be to basically kicking himself out. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, and like I because yeah, you said that he wasn't going to be kicked out unless he did it again. Or yeah, and like and and if it's like if it happened eight months later, maybe I'd be like, hey man, like we talked about this. Like you yeah. know, it's like but like I made it very clear. I'm like this is a habit that you have. Like this is not Clearly. a one off situation. You've only been living there yeah. a couple months. Right? You've only been here for not even two months, and you've done it more than the fifty other people I've lived with who have done this <laughs> never. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, the worst case I've ever seen. Yeah, is I've someone... even done it with a pot. I didn't go take a fucking nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I've seen it happen with people with uh, like ovens where they left the oven on, which is not really a. a it's like it's not a good thing, but it's not nearly the safety no, concern no. of I left an oven on for on. 24 hours. Sure. And it's like, well, the oven is designed to contain yes. yeah. heat and whatnot. Yeah. It's not good, but it's no. not like this. It scared the shit out of me. It's not the type. Yeah. Never happened again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like the, I feel like, because this happened on Sunday and today is Saturday. So it's been almost a week. Like, I feel like I've been taking crazy pills this entire work <laughs> because, I, because I've got this guy talking about this like this is my fault. Or something like like I've been doing this, and it's like, listen, man, I'm a mirror just reflect of reality, just reflecting yourself back to yourself, so you can see what a fucking idiot retard. That's what you said, idiot. Him? Like you are, like um. So take us back. You got this message. So you I have get a copy I, of it, or go on. Yeah, I mean, I have. I, I'd have to scroll yeah, up a yeah, bunch yeah. of so more what's the gist messages. Of it? Yeah, I, says, I gave, uh, how I gave would the, these girls feel? I, like I gave. You? I gave you the gist I've, of it. I've like seen it. He gave you the gist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I but then, what's his request? Because what the blackmail is. Don't ever threaten my housing situation again. And you know, I'm a tenant. I've got these laws. You better read the the tenant laws before you think about threatening someone else again. Um, but it's, it's so weird because obviously he he like in essence in this whole situation like you're a supervisor of the whole house. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If you want to, if it just to sim- just to simplify terms, yeah, like even you, more so. Like so, obviously he has to know that at least to some degree he answers to you, even though there's a higher up, there's a yeah. landlord or whatever. Even if you have these but tenant he, is the rights, landlord you're like a proxy you? for the landlord at this yeah. point. Yeah, so it, it's weird that he would like say like he's wording it in a certain way like don't you ever threaten my housing situation. It's like look, I'm the supervisor of this. If you're doing something that's not pleasing me or the landlord, like I'm the one who has to kind of deal with. It. And it's not like you immediately tried to kick him out. You just gave him a warning about it. And I've talked to him about it before. Like it's, it's not also like a- super ironic because if the house burns down, you all have a housing <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, it's that's exactly. To- Listen, the irony just never stops in the <laughs> yeah, story, and it won't. It won't stop until like basically I stop talking about it yeah. because it's like. That's the crazy You're threatening pills. your it's own like... housing situation in a literal way and in the metaphorical way, and yeah. that you caused this this conflict between us. Okay, so you get the letter, right? I'm sorry, so I Andy, got, I think I, you had a thought you were finishing. Well, it's just weird that like he like he's worded it in a way like, oh, you're threatening my housing situation. It's like, well, no, I'm I'm the supervisor of this, trying to make sure everything. Uh, you know, it goes smoothly. People are keeping keeping up the, whatever their responsibilities are, and then also not burning down the house. And I'm just letting you know that you're, you're doing something you should you shouldn't be. Like they recognize he has to have wrecked. Like I'm assuming they pay. It's just they my personal opinion, like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that I that I brought this up to you. It's like it's, yeah, it's not, not a, like you're just another one of the roommates, and you threaten to forcefully remove him from the house. Like I'm gonna take you. Like you'll lock your ass out, and you'll never get back in. And yeah, he's and just some like people another are weird roommate. Like, like it's it's just so weird. To hear someone like it does almost like I know you're not. I'm not accusing you of this, but it almost feels like you are leaving a part of this story out that makes him sound like right, right, like yeah, because that's what it's like when someone tells you yeah. a story and you go, "Listen, man, this sounds so unreasonable yeah. that you must be yeah, lying to totally. make yourself yeah. look good." That's what else. it sounds. It sounds like oh, like oh, he's probably leaving out some part of the story, but. 
Yeah, I mean, and I've reflected on it a lot because I usually try to think it's like, you know, maybe I could have talked to this person better. And I was Mm -hmm. like, like even when I talked, so so I did talk to him the next day and I said. After the letter? Yeah, yeah, because I, right. well, I needed to, because it's like, okay, well, now they, I have to tell you you're fucking. They live in the same place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah. So, so I, I, so I, I, um, I was like, okay, well, so I texted him. I was like, hey, are you going to be around? You know, we should chat in person. Like, we shouldn't talk about this over text. Yeah, message or that's whatever. a good, good call. Um, so, the other thing I want to add in for this story is that everything that I have ever said to him or that I say in this at some point in the story comes back around and he interprets it in the worst possible way and tries to use this against me. So okay. just try to remember every little thing I say because it's going to come up again. Um, <laughs> just try to remember every little word I say. Uh, so, um, yeah, so, he, so I text him, are you going to be around? He's like, yeah, you know, I got really sick. And I'm like, you know, I, whatever. And I'm like, wow, that's really unfortunate because you're going to be really <laughs> sick while we have a really awful conversation. Yeah, totally. uh, so I was like, hey, like, you know, I'm at, I'm at a cafe. Do you want me to bring you a smoothie or something? Or whatever, like just trying to treat you like a human, like yeah. you know, just because I'm kicking the you olive, above part. Extending the olive branch. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, I can get you some Advil or Tylenol, like if you're sick or whatever and whatnot. So, um, so I sat down and talked to him. I was like, uh, you know, we had we had this conversation. You sent me this message that was frankly like it was quite hostile and, and frightening. Yeah. You know, um, like it was, you know, it made me whatever. And I saw a little shit eating grin on his face, like, you know, that he gotcha. liked Gotcha. Now you're, like, you're here to tell me that you'll never threaten my housing situation. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like yeah. he, like he feels like he won, I did it. He won the situation. So I, I, I said, you know, I had this conversation with you yesterday. I probably could have handled it a better, maybe explained it a little bit better. Like I'm not just here to threaten you. It's just everyone just needs to be safe and like it, you know, it's an important thing. So like, that's the one thing it's like, if I try to reflect about what I could have done better, maybe having that initial conversation better could have been good, but, uh, you mean treating an adult like a tiny child? Yes. Basically <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, I could have treated him. In, that's a really good description. So yeah. Next time when you're dealing with one, like you have to, you know, hand, dish out the rules a little bit, just pretend, just use hand puppets. Just pretend <laughs> to, to tell them what's, I don't want to pretend stuff that down. you're staring at Gary Oldman standing on his <laughs> knees with little shoes. It's a, it's a tiny little person. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I kind of go and I'm like, you know, I'm just trying not to be really harsh. And I said, so here's my deal for you. If you get out by this weekend, which is the 15th of the month, I'll give you all your rent back for the month and I'll give you your damage deposit and whatever. And if you wait till the end of the month, then I'll just give you your deposit back and that's that. And it's like, oh, so you are threatening my housing. No. This conversation's over, just immediately really? starts flipping out on me, which I thought was a pretty fucking generous offer to give him all his rent back after he is the person he's the reason he has to leave like yeah, was, I mean, you know it's not like I just got a problem with yeah. him and I've never commented on his personal life or something he's right? definitely I can tell uh, like a, I, I'm a thousand percent sure of this without I'm not even sure I've ever met the guy <laughs> um, he's definitely one of those people we've talked about in the past where they fired me for no for reason. For no yeah. reason. I got fired. They didn't fire me for no oh, dude. reason. Oh, so dude. He's a thousand dude, percent So this one fucking of those guys. dude, this, this guy who's insanely self righteous and judging me, uh, you know, uh, for like being good looking and, uh, and <laughs> charismatic, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know. Um, he hates me because I'm so fucking awesome. Well, what, like, why would you complain so much about somebody like having, like, oh, you got these girls over and stuff? It's like, yeah, you're fucking jealous. He's just trying to throw anything. He wants a blackmail. I think he's just yeah. trying to throw whatever he can back at yeah, well, he dug he dug real hard into that later, so it, you know more more to come. Um, oh, I just I just lost my train of thought on this. So you're at the you're at the cafe or whatever, and you've just had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. He's I brought like, this I brought, conversation's I, it was at my over. House, so I, how dare you? Right, right. Oh, was at your place. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. Um, 
So it's like, okay, well, now I got to go and figure out Does all this. He just like, I have, I have rights. Or? You can't make me leave. I'm just going to stay. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to squat. Can I'm going to be a squatter. Can you, sure. Like, what do you even do when someone says that? You hit the books. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. what it is. So, so this guy, because I, because I explained to him, I was like, you're, you know, it's you're not a, you're not a tenant. You know, it's like you, you don't have, you don't have a contract with the landlord. You don't have the same rights that a tenant has. You know, um, and even if you are a tenant, like if a tenant lives with the landlord, so if they share a kitchen, the rules are totally different. The landlord can ask them to leave for any reason because mm. the government is going to make you, you like who owns your house live with someone you don't want to live with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only if like they're renting your your property, you're not there, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you, they have all these thirty days notice, yeah, then thirty more days, like, then thirty more days. Yeah, there's like, like laws about when you can kick some. Like for example, when I bought my place, they had to. Uh, kick out their tenants because right. I bought it from the landlord. And there are certain rules like if I was moving in, if if you're the owner and you're moving in, it, you don't have to wait as long. But if you're the owner and you're trying to kick them out to move in different tenants, you have to wait even longer. Right, it's just right. all these little rules about trying to make life easier for people. Right, yeah. So immediately this guy's this guy's hitting the books, you know, and, and sending me, you know, hostile Facebook messages about, about why I'm wrong about this. You know, so he starts out, of course, by sending me a screenshot of of, of a Google search for the word tenant, and you know that autocomplete. Yeah, yeah, um, really that's it. He's like, this is as far as I can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this. (laughs) (laughs) I I took a nap after I got as far. (laughs) Um, And it's like, see this, see, I am a tenant, and it's like. Yes, that I'm sure that the beast that our government is using the legal definition of whatever Google first pops up. Like yeah. it's like yeah. like, we, like everybody already knows that there's like five or seven definitions for every word, sure. and it's like and we're using legal the auto. When you're yeah. talking about legal definitions, it's like well. You mean to tell me there's one set legal definition for the whole world? Oh, I didn't know the law was so simple. Why do all these law cases? Why do they take so long all the time? It's definitely going to be different no matter where you live. Yeah, Yeah, like it's just the most arrogant. Like I've never seen such entitled arrogance. Like in, I've never had to deal with it so hard in my entire life. did, Did you even respond to that screenshot? Well, I went and knocked on his door and I was like, hey, don't send me these fucking hostile messages. Like, if you need to talk to me, talk to me. Like, otherwise, I'm just going to block you. Like, I don't want to receive a bunch of messages. Like, my adrenaline pumps every time I get these awful messages from, like, you know, there were definitely points. Like a message from an ex. It's just terrible. Right, right. This is far worse because you're living with them. (laughs) (laughs) And they hate you and they want to make your life miserable. And the sex has gone so sideways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, I mean, there were definitely points in this week where my adrenaline was like a 10 out of 10. Like, it took me like yeah, an course. hour to yeah. calm down like after, and adrenaline, after yeah. just whatever the conversation or whatever. So, immediately, this guy starts arguing with me. And he sounds like, you know, like, so when I'm, like, if, I, if you talk, if you're with some homeless people and uh, you talk with them, like, they tend to repeat themselves and they kind of like, like, especially if there's something that has gone wrong in their life. They kind of have these they, these few stories of who fucked them over. Yeah, and like, these and, mantras, these things. Yeah, and they, they hold kind of like to. repeat them over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Like you know, they'll, you'll talk to them, and they might go through it like five or six times. Uh, you know, in in one conversation, they might repeat the same story, really? and that's what this guy kind of, like. He was like, he was trying to argue me, and I was like, I'm not going to argue you. Like, I'm going to give you an eviction notice today, and that's simple. That's that. You know, yeah. it's 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 pretty simple. And then, oh, you, this guy you got twelve or thirteen girls, and I'm counting, and like like he just keeps like repeating like this thing over and over again and I'm like listen man I don't I don't care at all like go <laughs> go ahead like you're like you're I'm just gonna have one of my girlfriends is gonna be like who the fuck are you why are you harassing me right now I already know this information and I don't want to yeah. talk to you yeah. maybe he thinks you're kidnapping the girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. You know, so, oh, I, I, so you guys were mentioning about um, about jobs. So you were saying about being fired from jobs. And this guy had a job when I started here and hasn't had a job for like the last month. And yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm on EI. I just got laid off from like, you know, a very steady industry that's like going, going on right now. And I just realized I'm like, this guy probably definitely got fired. And it's yeah, like, and they were talking be. to me, it's like, oh, well, I can't go to my girlfriend's house because I'm not allowed there. Like, it's like, and it's like, you know, I, I don't have a place to I keep, go. I keep burning the stove. And say, hey, can I just use your stove for a minute? <laughs> the, the, you know, the landlords there are so picky about their stove. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck the problem is here. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, so it just keeps escalating. So I went, I phoned the, I phoned the landlord line, the tenant act line or whatever, the yeah. government. I'm like, yeah, you know, I have this roommate. They're like, hold on a second, hold on a second. We don't deal with roommates. That's not covered under the law. You need a lawyer or it's a civil problem. Like there's nothing, there's no protections or anything regarding that. But then they Goodbye. hung up on me. <laughs> we wash our hands of this. Sounds like the government. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I would imagine. Yeah. They, this, it, it, was, it was just such a funny thing because this guy's claiming so hard that he has all these tenant rights as soon as I say the word roommate they're like there's no rights for that like that's yeah. our official stance on this and uh, we kick off our dust and uh, shake our clothes of uh, you know yeah, see you later me, I have to go back to being paid to do nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes exactly so um, so I went and talked to the police or whatnot, and they said okay yeah you, you probably got to give the guy like two weeks notice and giving him a, an eviction they're notice. just guessing yeah, they, they don't. Well, this is one of the things I was yeah, going to no, talk this about. This is like deep law. Dude, they have no fucking idea no. like what to do. Because I'm like, okay, how do I get this guy removed? Like somebody's staying on the property. He's not supposed to be there. And they're like, well, you got to give him proper amount of time. To, yeah, that's uh, just human to, decency to get out of, talking. That's to get out of the place. Law. And I'm like, well, how long is that? And they're like, well, I don't know, like two weeks or something. Like, it's <laughs> I just don't like, know. You know it's, Typically a month. Yeah, well, for tenants. But, yeah. Uh, but for roommates, it's a bit, especially if there's like, this you know, it's like quite if hostile. You, if yeah, you called the if you called the cops and there was someone like just in like the reception area waiting to see the cops and no one was at the desk so they picked up the phone and just pretended to work at the police <laughs> yeah I don't know probably like a couple weeks or something yeah, that's a, like honestly somebody just if somebody reasonable did that and was just giving me what they <laughs> yeah. thought was reasonable it would have been just pretty similar advice or, or whatnot. Um, so, uh, but basically they said, yeah, if you, you know, if you give him a date he has to be out by the 31st and he's still there the next day, then you could call us and we would, yeah, then we could remove him or whatever. Yeah. Cause but it's thought, like, cause there'd just be some form of trespassing. You could call the cops for that. Right. And because I have this, I have this written notice. So, uh, but they said, well, if it escalates, you know, you can give us a call and you know, maybe we could do something or whatnot. So, uh, this story is also about how useless the police are, mm -hmm. by the way, for, sure. for helping. Cause, um, yeah, so I, I write up this eviction notice. I copy a bunch of stuff from the Landlord Tenant Act. That's like, yeah, you you you're not a tenant. You're an occupant. You don't. You know, here's an exact quote that says, "Roommates, you don't have any of the rights of tenants." Yeah. Like it's like here's yeah. the here's the Should've official document. Should have watched yourself before getting into that living situation. Yeah, well, it takes uh, a lot to live with that many people. It, it I can't. Really, I couldn't do it. If you don't have retards like this, it's really easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I guess you, the price is right. You too, just yeah. choose. You just choose decent people i i almost always have a pretty good time uh i found it easier than living with less people sure. uh, honestly my my living situation where i lived in the commune with 25 people was the easiest living situation i've like ever had in my life Weird. because you have a board of people administrating it and taking the blunt of this shit which is my fucking job now yeah. um <laughs> so it's like yeah you don't have to deal with it and and whatnot so um 
So I give him this fucking eviction notice and, and on it, it, it kind of outlines, you know, if you're out by this, this time, I'll give you all your money back provided you don't escalate the situation. You know, yeah. it's like, this is a, this is, this is me paying you for the convenience of you fucking off. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and it's a pretty generous offer, you know, you're getting free rent for two weeks, even though you fucked it up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so this guy comes out and I'm on the phone with a client like, <laughs> and just starts yelling at me. And my client hears like 10 minutes of this. 10 time. minutes? You didn't say, can I call you back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, hey, check this out. Well, it's a, it's a client I'm close with. So it's not, it wasn't like, okay. it's the type of person I would talk to about this yeah, after yeah, yeah. whatever. So um, whatever. And just, just, just flipping out on me and so oh, you have to do this legally, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, I outlined well, That's very, what the notice is for. That's what the Idiot. notice is for. Yeah. And the notice tells you what the law is and why don't you go and go and look at it and whatever. So one of the funny things I thought I thought was really great was at the end of this notice I said there's no need for you and I to ever talk ever again. It's like get out of the room, leave the door open and put your key on the windowsill and I'll get I'll give you your money back. You don't even have to tell me if I see the door open, that that'll be good. Otherwise wait till April 1st and I'll have the police I've arranged for the police to escort you out of the building. No reason for us to ever speak to. Uh, four minutes later, we he's, he's in uh, talking and uh, talking and yelling. So this was like a I've got like a half an hour of video of this guy. Nice. And so the the funniest part about this is like I was like, yeah, you got to video this guy cuz you know, he's he's, he's you busted out the video instead he, of recording. He, he cannot help but incriminate himself every second cuz he can't help cuz as soon as you stand your ground, he escalates the situation. So I Realize, last word, yeah. Yeah, I realize I this, this is what I said earlier, right? So I have to do basically nothing to to escalate this person. Like if I engaged with him the way he's engaging with me, oh, like yeah, I was yeah, fair yeah. about it, like this would be like a full blown fight. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's absolutely. Like, he's um, willing to go there. Yeah. You know, I'm saying basically nothing at all. Yeah. So of course, you know, you're trying to deal with this issue and like the adrenaline's going. So I immediately forget to video him. And yeah. then he walks into the room and starts videoing me. Perfect. And it's like. Thank Good you for reminder. reminding me. <laughs> and also, what are you videoing me for? You're the person saying incriminating stuff, and I'm just sitting here. Yeah. And it's like, so you've got like, I don't know, you got about four minutes of him yelling at me and me saying, please don't talk to me. I don't wish to speak to you anymore. Leave me alone, just on repeat. Like just <laughs> making the guy angrier and angrier. Um, and then, uh, you know, and he's really like this sly sort of guy, right? So he goes, you know, wink, wink. I never threatened you. I just said, wouldn't it be unfortunate? If somebody found he got this on video, he got him do, saying that on video because that's a threat. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I talked <laughs> to the police, funnier. when I talked to the police, they said it was a threat. So that's like, a threat. They're like, that doesn't make it not a threat. Like, yeah. it's still a threat. Like, it's like, what if somebody yeah. were to kill you <laughs> yeah. in your sleep? Yeah, like, like, you're, like you're in like a Martin Scorsese yeah. like crime movie, like yeah. you know, the mafia. Like, it's like, yeah, I think the police have caught on to that trick. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I think everybody knows that that counts as like a threat. Some Italian like, gangster. Yeah, like, yeah, like I'm so smart. Look, I'm not saying I'm gonna, you know, bust your kneecaps. I'm saying it'd be kind of fortunate if someone were. <laughs> well, that's clearly, yeah. Yeah, and the guy has just got the biggest shit-eating grin as he said, because I say, you know, you've been threatening. He goes, "Oh no, I haven't been threatening yeah, you." Yeah, he's like, playing I just, with little boys. Like yeah, he's he's not an adult. Yeah, it's it's an, it's an absolute insane thing. It's like you're not you're not telling the truth for, first of all, and like you're being such a self righteous prick about this. So halfway through this conversation, though, you know, and I, like every once in a while, I've taken a, a, just a little bit of thing. I don't really remember what I've said, but it's like I know I've purposely goaded him just a little bit to make sure that he just ask because I need him to escalate a bit more because I don't want to wait for two more weeks living with this fucking insane psychopath. Like it's yeah. like I want him gone now. Yeah. Um, 
So every once in a while, you know, like I'll engage a little bit and argue just a little bit or whatnot, yeah. uh, more than I probably would want to. And then he goes, I never threatened you. And I have this on video. You know, I just said that it, you know, wouldn't it be unfortunate if, if somebody told one of these girls one of these things? Again, I'm like, man, I don't fucking care. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. He walks around the corner so I can't see him. And then he and then he and then he turns around and peers like over the corner, like a forty-five degree angle sort of thing. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, uh, what if I did tell one of these girls one of these things, and that's a threat. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) And you're recording. Like it's literally ten seconds after he says, "I've never threatened you." The you know, I've been very careful not to threaten you, so that you know, so that I can imply threats without actually being caught for them. Like you know, that's. Like, He's mentally. God, wrong. this is so funny. And it's do like, you interview these people before you? Yeah, let I, them I in do. The house? Inter- Did any, any red flags? At um, all? you know, he's like, well, I, you know, I'm with my girlfriend, but it, like, it's not working out for us to live together, so First I need somewhere, flag. somewhere else to yeah. live. And I go, okay, whatever. It's like the one person who even wants to fuck you, and you can't even live with that person. <laughs> How are you gonna live with six other people that? Well, don't she just want lives it. at our house now. That girl because she's it? there all the time, you know. It's like, and, and she's really, honestly, the only reason I didn't. There's multiple things like I would have talked to this guy about in the next six months that would have ended up in this situation because any telling him to do anything, apparently, this is, yeah. you know, even the most egregious thing is in, you know, just the minor, tiniest thing. And how could I overreact? It's a huge threaten deal. Your, yeah, yeah. Threaten your living situation. The only reason that I hadn't talked about it yet is because she cleans up really well. So I thought, well, you know, I guess you can <laughs> stay. She over. cleans That's up fine. really well. You invite her to stay. <laughs> well, she's yeah, she's not an inconvenience. She's not like. She's, Wait, did they break up? No, no, no. She is. She was like trying yeah, to take care of the situation stay. during during the, the the whole thing or whatever. So, well, yeah, she's got her own place, and you know, yeah, uh, you know, she's not allowed. Uh, I'm not allowed over at her place though, so I've got nowhere else <laughs> to he's go. Because a fucking psycho. I just thought that's such a funny thing. I, like, I didn't realize it for a day or two, and then I thought, Wait, it's her why isn't place. he allowed at her place? Yeah, like, it's prob- her parents' place for sure. Yeah, it's some, not some, her place. Something like that, and you know, I think they have like three kids or something together that like their grandparents Jeez, take care of, and they yeah, like, whatever. Like, it's like you know, but uh, you know, I'm just such a piece of fucking shit slime ball apparently um so uh anyway so so now i've got him because it's like you know he like and and he knows it after that point it's like you you know that you don't like you've forfeited your rights because you've actually threatened me now and and you've literally and that's a threat you literally (laughs) said and that's a threat which is like that's an insane thing to i can't even like, like, you just must well, have a, such anger problems to be so mental, bad at he's censoring immature yourself. Mentally. Well, it's There's a something really wrong. dumb thing to say after you've given him this notice. So he knows he's in, like, okay, I've got a bit of a situation. And the with notice my, explains with if you my escalate, living, I can kick you out sooner than two weeks from yeah. now. Yeah, it's like my living situation is, 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 there's something dodgy happening to it right now. To say that after knowing that that some that that your landlord or whatever uh, owner is trying to kick you out, then to say that it's like, well, you're you're it's not helping your case. Clearly, just made things worse by saying that. Why there, would you say that then? There was no point where him opening up his mouth didn't make everything worse. <laughs> yeah. every single time. Like it started with here's a like like so the situation started with here's a warning. Please don't do this. I've talked to lots of roommates who live here and told them, hey. You know, you got to do this thing. It's yeah. bothering other people, and they take care of it. Yeah. And you've escalated in, in two days to, I have to leave tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's like, so is, that, is that what happened? He has to leave now? Well, well, you know, we're, we're getting, but well, it, like since he's threatened me, now I've got all the right in the world to, yeah. um, you know, to to just throw his stuff on the lawn and uh, and change the locks. You but know, I gotta imagine most people who've ever rented from someone have had like their landlord come up to them and say, "Hey, just you know, I noticed you're doing this. Like, just 
Just just a warning, just a heads up. I don't want to. Oh, well, yeah. His solution is just don't listen and act like you did. It's just so crazy. It's (laughs) just so interesting to hear someone just explode over that one. I'm going to imagine most everyone has had that happen to them where they were, you know, maybe they didn't clean up. We lived with our parents. Didn't didn't mow the lawn or whatever and said, hey, I need, you know. Well, your parents usually don't throw you out, though. No. Even if you frustrate them. (laughs) Did your parents throw you out? No. I mean, you're lucky that they don't throw you out. (laughs) Right. You mean everybody. Most people are lucky that their parents. If you get to an age where they can throw you out and you still act like that, then yeah, they throw you out. Yeah, like if you're if you're 20 you. years old and like you just keep acting like you did what they asked you to do or like you're just belligerent, yeah. like when you're like 15, they're like not gonna good parents well, aren't gonna kick still, you out. You're still, you're still learning, learning social skills. Especially at that at that age, you're at the age where you're you're supposed to be, uh, you know, rebelling. You're like that, yeah. that that part of your brain and then has, you grow has out turned of it. on. Yeah, exactly. In like four well, years. And, and I, you know, when I was 19 and moved out of my parents' house, I'm sure I frustrated people that I lived with, like with all the weird habits or like not cleaning up after yourself sure. or something like yeah. that. And people like nag you or whatever, and it's like whatever. But if somebody's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to throw you out if this happens again. It's like, oh my god, like I better, yeah. I better figure this out because yeah, uh, you know, I'm, housing is one of your most your top housing priorities. Is, housing is sort of life. important. Yeah, you know? yeah it's just it's funny like, that nowhere in the equation did he consider like to to take any kind of learning experience out of it. It's just no. immediately, I've done nothing wrong. They yeah. fired me for no reason. Yeah. It's just like that. God damn it. It keeps happening to me. I'm fired from my house. Uh, the world is against me. All right, so go on. What, what happened after the um, Yeah, so I mean, his girlfriend came and talked to me. She said, listen, we know you could throw him out like immediately. Like, can you at least she give us... She came and talked to you. Yeah, well, she's like a peacekeeper type of person. Sure, yeah. yeah. I actually like her quite a bit. Um, and uh, she's like, you know, yeah, can do you think you could give us like 48 hours or something like that? So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you're going to have to leave it with me because it's like, I'm, I haven't even stopped shaking yet from this conversation. Yeah, it's like, rough, I've still man. got enough yeah. adrenaline. So, um, or whatever. And like he came by and apologized for what? the first time. So like, which is, you know, again, mostly manipulative, I'm guessing. But um, it's like just him recognizing. Did it's like apologize? the first time he recognized he fucked up bad enough that I actually, like that he really realized he could be thrown out. Because before then, I think in his mind, he fully believed the full force of the law was on his side. Yeah. 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 You know, which is, I don't know why he thought that. He did that. that Google search. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he I got w- that screenshot. Well, I said to him, I was like, stop Googling things. Like, call somebody who's an expert and just ask them. You will find out in two minutes how fucking dead wrong you are about yeah. this. I mean, I don't even know if I, I don't think I said quite that much, but it's like, just call somebody, dude, because I've actually called people and done my research and, mm-hmm. you know, and even the experts are not quite sure how it's going to go down, but like, but one thing's for sure, you're fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, uh, so I, I, I called the police and I said, hey, yeah, can you guys like swing by here? Like, I got to figure this out. And this is where the police get so fucking useless to me. It's like, so I talked to them about this situation. I've talked to multiple police officers. They're taking notes. Have they ever thought of reading the notes on your file just bef- before just calling you and asking yeah, you for they... the whole story all over again? Like, what? Why do you guys, what the fuck is writing for if you're not going to take yeah. a peek at the notes and see, it's like, oh, uh, so, uh, you know, yeah, we're... It's we, we, just to prove they have documentation for... It's if, for later. It's else, to cover their own asses. Yes, that's, that's exactly Sh- it. Well, sure. I mean, that is what documentation's for, but it's like, can you use it to provide a service like that's, that's reasonably all <laughs> you're right? You're leaning on them for a service that doesn't really fall inside their jurisdiction. Well, I mean, they're, they're supposed, you know, they're, they should give, yeah, well, I understand that as far as like contracts you have between roommates, yeah. of course, I can't expect a police officer to, yeah. uh, you know, be a lawyer and, yeah. and take care of that and whatnot. But can you just, can you just read the notes 
of like, why a, like what a, happened? They called you up and they're like, yeah, they're like, oh, why uh, did they call you? Yeah, like, well, we got through the queue. You know, I can come by in ten minutes or so. You know, like we're we're at you. Like, but you asked us to call you first because I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be around that night. But it's like I gotta, you know, I can have them come by tomorrow morning. It's not a big deal. So it's like, oh yeah, was well, so I heard you're having a problem with your roommate or something. Like, and it's like, don't know yeah, anything. I explained in such fucking great detail, yeah. like exactly what's going on, and so you know somebody. It just drives me. It drives yeah, me rough. completely up the wall because this is like the third or fourth police officer that I've explained this to before. Yeah. You actually get to the the police officer who knows the least because they're the one patrolling, not the one in the office. Um, you know, and it's like the you know the one who I actually have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so so well. I don't know. What do you want us to do? Do you want us to come like keep the peace if he's violent? Keep it's the like, peace. It's like listen. He's got a nightstick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like come bring the peace. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. I'm like well. Like, he's not violent. He's threatening me with blackmail and whatever. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, I don't really care. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, does, what the, f- <laughs> doesn't, like, does that not matter? Is that not, is blackmail not a crime? It is, but it's like, the police don't look at stuff like that. They're just like base level. Yeah. Trying to keep They're, people safe from each other. So I'm like, well, well, you know, you deal with these type of conflicts all the time, domestic issues and stuff, like or whatever. What, it, what you know, what, it, what do you usually see happen? You know, give me some fucking advice. It's like, here. well, it's like, I usually see a man beating the shit out of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> Maybe go deal with that then. Sure, and it's like I don't. She's like I don't know. Get a lawyer or something. Yeah, you know, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like, for fuck's it's your sake. Field. Yeah. So, at this, so at this point, like I, basically, she's like, it's a civil issue. Like we're you know, I, I, you know, we're, we can't really throw someone out for you. Like yeah, if it gets past this this date that you set or whatever. So I'm. Th- so at this point, I like the wink, wink. I'm getting is like you should throw his stuff on the lawn and change the locks. And then if he calls the police, we'll be like, well, it's a civil issue. We can't help you. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. I've never heard of the police forcing you to take someone into your home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like forcing someone into the home. Like totally. I've, never, I've never heard of that. Or like, you know, and if she's so lazy, she can't even help me for one second. They're certainly not going to like organize a locksmith to like get this guy no, his like, locks back. They'd be like, they'd just tell him to go get a lawyer then. Yeah, so um, it turns out there's a point where you just have to be a man and you just have to grab your roommate's sweaty stuff and throw it on the lawn. Is that lawn, what you I did? Guess. So, um, no, that's not what I did. What I did is I messaged his girlfriend in the morning and I said, hey, you know, I heard your pleas and, uh, you know, I. Uh, I don't want to throw you guys out, so I'll give you till the till the weekend to move your stuff out. You know, it's a real generous offer from me. I'm sure. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm a very generous person. <laughs> you know, you know. Thanks in advance for your praise, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, and then they just they just got out last night, and I uh, I was late to this podcast because I was exchanging keys in a damage deposit with them. So I bet you uh, feel better now. The uh, yeah, this guy, but I, you know, I had a girl over the other night and this guy just had this shit-eating grin, like, you know, he's just like, peeking she, in the window. Uh, she's like this, she, yeah, yeah, that's like exactly, she's like, she's like, yeah, your roommate's smiling really weird at me, like. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 like no she way. mentioned it to me and like I didn't say anything he's, to her. Okay, he's mentally ill. He's yeah, got yeah. like a creepy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, doing the, I'm doing the smile right now to Richard and he's. <laughs> so um, uh, that was. I was trying to think. I made a point earlier on about uh, about all the things that I that he kind of brought up against me. So he brought up the you know I brought him a smoothie and Advil. He goes, "Oh, you're trying to bribe me off this whole <laughs> smoothie and a fucking Advil." <laughs> like Jesus. Like, like I'm telling you, every single thing I said to this guy, like he brought up later. You know, so uh, when I was arguing with him uh, at one point, I said, "Listen, man, it's like." 
it feels shitty to be kicked out. I've been kicked out and it really sucked. And that's why I like rented this whole house and so no one could kick me out, you know, because, you know, it's like you can only, you can't have two extroverted people in the house. You can only have one because they take up too much space, you know, and it's like, I've, it's happened multiple times. I totally get it, but it just has to happen. Later on, it's like, oh, you're just taking it out on me because you got kicked out. So you've got a vendetta. <laughs> oh like, my God. Like, like anything that he's I. just taking anything. Anything he realizes that I he, ever he, he realizes deep down he has nothing, so he's just latching onto anything. Maybe. I don't think he realizes anything. Like I don't I think, think he realized it. I'm thinking right. on a subconscious level. Yeah, right, right. Not, not fully realized. Well, on a subconscious level, I think that he's mad at himself. Yeah. Because it's like you're not. And it's easier to just portray it as mad at somebody else and to just find out everything they've done wrong or perceived to have done wrong than to look at yourself and be like, I've done the wrong thing. <laughs> I definitely got to this point where I felt like I was on crazy pills, though, where it's just like, you know, you're threatening my living situation. It's like, you are, you started it. Like, this whole thing. And it's just this constant, it's always, that always comes back to that. And it's like, I don't know what to, like, it's, I don't know, did the government start it when you didn't pay your taxes so they arrested you? Like, it's like, they didn't start it. You started it by not living up to your responsibility. Like, yeah. there are rules to live in the world. If you don't abide by them, it's your fault. Yeah. You know, um, it's like... Yeah, I mean, you can choose not to. Like, the freest people are homeless people. They're so free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look I, at them. Envy, taught, envy the homeless. Yeah, they like, feel very free, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like they're, you know, free they to do be do whatever the they want, and, whenever you know, they want. You know, free to feel terrible all the time and have a prison in their own mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, there's no such thing as Not some, all of them, but the, like some of them. The idea of some ultimate freedom is such a myth because it's like, you know, yeah, get rid of all your responsibilities and now you don't care about anything and it's like, and you have no motivation to do anything. Yeah, it's like, die. you know, I, I, think that, I think that people, you know, they talk about people who really like live it up, like they're always skydiving and doing shit. Like, I think those people work hard. Yeah, like they're of just always oh like, like even to have fun yeah. is hard work. Yeah, yeah, you got to arrange all that yeah. shit. Yeah, like you have to. Yeah, it's like like it's not that easy, you know. And um, it's like it's kind of a weird thing, but it's like, yeah, I really just got the impression of this guy who just couldn't handle life. Yeah, and every single aspect of him not handling life was projected onto me. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for him, but he's being a rude douche. So I I pity him. Totally. Yeah. I, I pity so, him, but it's like, take some well, responsibility. You, out, so. you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, don't threaten your landlord, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Like, how, why, how, what, what world could you think that that's going to improve your situation? Yeah. <laughs> I like how in this, this nice 45 minute tangent of going <laughs> off about your hilarious living situation, that at the beginning of yourself, you fancied yourself as Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a modern day Batman. Look at all of this. Well, well, I just thought it's like it's the exact same situation with, with like the threats that he's giving me. He's like he's like yeah, if you don't like let me stay here, I'm gonna tell these girls all these things. I'm just like let me get this straight, you know. This attractive, charismatic guy, you know, <laughs> who's, you know, got girls beating down his door to, to, to come over, um, you know, and I'm honest with all of them, and, you know, and it's like, hey, let's have a threesome, and I'm like, you know, not today, baby, you know, I'm, I'm a little tired, and I'm I've got a headache, hard. and it's like, and you're going to threaten to tell them these things? Good luck. <laughs> he, he just tried to Batman blackmail me, and I just thought it was so hilarious. I, I just like the images. As of today, you finally got this situation seemingly resolved. I'm like, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Eureka. high on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so that, that's it. That, there, there comes an end of the, the saga of um, piece of shit dirt. Don't worry, you'll have another one. Roommate. Well, um, so one of the things the police did say to me, though, because I was like, well, can you remove this guy? And they're like, well, do you have some sort of roommate agreement or something? And, and I was like, well, you know, there's no signed thing. Like, he doesn't have rights. So they're like, well, he's been paying some rent, so he's got like a little bit. He's not yeah. the same as a tenant, but, um, you know, but you should really get a roommate agreement. So I, so I, 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 I do have one that I just haven't been using, and I, and I wrote an entire page of, on it about eviction, and it just says, like, it basically says you have no rights and I can kick you out if you sneeze at me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sneeze like, at me the uh, right way. You know, such sign- <laughs> the way I like it. <laughs> you know, si- signing this form means that uh, if I feel like it, I can have the police escort you off the premises and, uh, and if you... Uh, and, and you explicitly agreed for them to escort you off by signing this form for any reason nice. with 24 hours notice. So, um, you know, if I wasn't a trustworthy person, then this would be a terrible contract. Yeah, and like roommates. if they won't sign it, then there's a big red flag for you. Yes, you're exactly. Desperate. If yeah, they're like, there's an no, authority issue. And like, you know, you've interviewed them already and they get to know who you are and it's like, you're not just going to evict them. Like, I get why young people have problems with, like, authority because it's like, well, you see people fuck things up. Like, the way I've heard it described is that um, typically if the founder of the organization disappears and someone else moves in, like, millennials really don't respect that sort of authority. Like, they respect somebody who built it up from the ground up and they've been there, like, the whole time or whatever. And it's like, I get that, but it's like, you need authority. It's the abuse of authority that's the problem. Yeah, it's abuse yeah, of it's authority. The abuse. Like, like authority the, can serve the I mean, the people fact that who I have are under it. The, the fact that I have authority in the situation means that all my roommates are protected because they're reasonable and they're scared that someone's going to burn the house down. <laughs> and that authority yeah, means that, that he's gone That authority comes with responsibility. Totally. And it's like, just be a fair landlord. It's like, you you know, you get like two or three warnings, like for fuck's sake, like if you can't handle that, you're not an adult, like go find, go live with a bunch of children, you pedophile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like Batman <laughs> beating up pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You want, you're going to go public that the uh, world's richest billionaire is beating up pedophiles <laughs> in, a, in a dark alleyway and uh, whatever. So, um, yeah, I have the least generous roommate agreement ever now, mm-hmm. as a result of this. And, um, you know, I talk with people, so it's like, hey. Wait till they see the sex clause. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, more on tiptoes? No, more on tiptoes? Or should we just, we'll just call it right oh, here. Oh, I know. Andy, you touched on it on the intro here. This was the one thing that I, you know, I didn't really watch the movie. You were drunk. Um, I was pretty wasted and hanging out with people. Um, but you must have seen, or when you watched the movie, this whole quote thing with the jerking off. I, 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 I read it on... IMDb afterwards. Yeah, that's I what I read. So it's like, that line. <clears throat> Kate Beckinsale's like, have you ever been involved with a little person sexually? And she says this to Matthew McConaughey. And he says, no, just kids stuff, you know? You know, all the kids would come over and <laughs> sit in a circle, play doctor and that kind of thing. <laughs> Couldn't have been more than 10 or 12. So that doesn't really count. And then she says, so you had a circle jerk with a bunch of little people? I would have loved to see that. <laughs> to see a bunch of 20-year-olds like circle jerking each other? You would like to see that? She said, yes, I would. <laughs> Let's keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, this is- he says 10 or 12 years old. 
and she says she would like to see that. <laughs> if this That's was true. a man, <laughs> it would be a real issue. Yeah. And they seem to blow past that. Reverse sexism. The, the thing, so that dialogue, by the way, like that is not terribly boring dialogue. It's kind of weird and it's kind of fun. Like it's, it's a, hilarious. It's interesting. I right? thought this was fake. I only saw this on IMDb. So my question to Andy <laughs> oh, no, no, that is, happened. did you see that? Yeah, yeah we saw that happen. Yeah, that, that was part of That's the That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so we, I mean, we've watched a bunch of terrible movies and we've yep. watched a bunch of movies that have funny trailers like this. We've gotten a good, uh, me and Andy in particular, I think have gotten like a good sense of, Judgment about what the movie's actually going to be like, and yeah. we anticipated entirely like, well, it's, it's a it's a funny trailer, um, but probably the movie's just really boring. Like all the best parts were in the trailer. It has a funny premise, yeah. But overall, it's still it's a movie be, about like relationships. And yeah, it's, like, it's going to uh, be once the novelty of Gary Oldman wears off, which it did not. Yeah, it really uh, didn't. <laughs> once that wears off, we think it'll probably just be a boring movie about. Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale falling in love for a reason. Yeah. It's like that does that. That'll probably be dull. But you know, we'll get a, it's, it's, pr it's only an hour and a half. We'll I, get a couple funny shots of Gary Oldman on his knees and, and that'll be a little <laughs> bit. But. I was very pleasantly surprised. I didn't even look at my phone. I think this whole movie, I think I looked for like maybe five minutes and like the Muller phonometer is like a really good way to tell how, <laughs> how, how, how engaging a movie is. And, like I was pretty happy the whole movie through. Like it, like every scene you had something to, to offer. You seem to legitimately love it. It's just because I'm so surprised at how actually interest, interesting the movie was. What was really weird about it was how like uncannily realistic some of the dialogue was in the movie. Like so, Kate and Beckinsale, she goes to Matthew McConaughey's family, and they're all midgets. And she's asked, she's like, "Hey, I'm having a baby." It could be a midget. What do I need to know? So they start going in these long-winded descriptions of uh, how uh, midgets' musculature is too big for their body, and they yeah. have so they need splints in their brains because their brains get too big and like uh, press against their Floppy cranium. Brain. Like, like I learned this was again. <laughs> this was. As if it was this 600-pound life, like a documentary, and you're learning what it's like to live as like this Jerking off some and other it. person, and uh, yeah, and it was very, it was very reality show like well, for a movie. This movie took itself way more seriously than we were prepared for. Yes, we, yeah. we we were going off the trailer and thinking, okay, it'll have a couple laughs. And it's going to be boring. A, it's going to be a really lazily made drama. Yeah, but then like once you actually meet like the 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 dwarf family, and yeah, they're talking about like all the medical complications, and yeah, it can be difficult, and all this. They're really like having like adult conversations, and Kate Beckinsale's character like. Uh, comes to terms with it pretty quickly. In like 10 it's minutes, like, she's come to terms with it. It's not like it. a full movie spanning like a couple months story and she's just constantly like cracking jokes and anxious about, you know, family of dwarves and all that. Like She takes it super seriously. Yeah. Yeah. She, she goes and Matthew she has a few adult She has a, a few adult conversations and comes to terms with the situation and, and its complications and... Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's like oh okay, this is this is not like it was get, interesting to learn about midgets. The trailer is yeah. just it's like, like it, watching Planet Earth. The trailer just like <laughs> the trailer has that record scratch and it's like zip, all your family. You didn't tell me all your family's midgets. Yeah. And it's like da -da 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 -da. I yeah, he just like jumps in the music. Yeah, and then we get to this scene and she's like learning about you know yeah it's just like what it takes raising a family with a with a dwarf son and it's like oh this is not that movie from the trailer. At all, we weren't we weren't anticipating that in the slightest. The fucking ending on this movie, is oh just, man, it blew my mind. I I was dipping in and out, and so I just got the basics of the story, and I was like, this is fucking incredible. So, uh, so 
first off, Matthew McConaughey is barely in this movie. He's also a he's, douche. Yeah, he's, yeah. Considering he's the star of it, and really his whole story is that he he seems to hate midgets. He's like he's, he's embarrassed that his like that's why he never told her, and he's embarrassed. By I mean, he has some him. legitimate concerns. Is the medical concerns? He's like, you want to have a kid that's going to have a medical deformity. But it's not like that. That's not where most of the conflict came with Matthew McConaughey. Some of it, yeah. But then as soon as they have the baby, he's like, oh, I can't handle this. I'm out of here. And yeah, it's crying. The well, 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 yeah. I haven't slept in seven hours. Yeah, it's been ten months, and this baby's still crying. It's because he's a midget, and he's in pain yeah. because yeah. of his musculature. Like, and it, maybe. Well, babies, babies cry, cry all the time when they're ten yeah. months old. Like, that's yeah. not. You don't know that for sure yet, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. It could just be a fussy it's baby. Your first so baby. Far. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, it was. It was. I mean, this is where some of that weirdly realistic dialogue came from. Where Kate Beckinsale, she's because she's talk, before they had the baby, she goes, Matthew McConaughey, you seem to have a lot of ambivalence towards your midget family. Why are you so ambivalent towards midgets? Like it was. Very, it was a very weird word to use. This am, ambivalent. Mm-hmm. Like in it's just not something you would expect to just see in movie dialogue like that. You should get some counseling and figure that out. And he doesn't get the counseling. And then when they have the kid, he just keeps freaking out. And eventually, he takes off because he just can't handle. Yeah, he takes off. He can't and handle this she kid. She ends up with his brother. She's just taking off, like, taking care of the baby for him. And then he pops in the room. He's like, I can't handle this baby. And he goes back to like whatever he was doing. Trying to do my sit ups. Seething. Yeah, I'm doing my sit-ups. Um, so yeah, so so eventually, so he leaves her or something, and then she goes to stay with Gary Oldman in some cabin in the middle of nowhere. Pretty nice cabin. It was a really nice cabin. It was like, oh, this is awesome. This is a much better place than your crappy painter studio. Yeah, studio. Yeah. Um, so then we were, so we were all waiting for it um, at the at the end of this because she starts. Uh, she starts uh, kissing Gary Oldman as a greeting, like how Italian families do it. Sure. You know, they, like, they, like it's, it's like even when she was still ma- with Matthew McConaughey, yeah. she'd be doing this. And we're thinking by the end, we're like, she's got to hook up with Gary Oldman. <laughs> Ma- I mean, I Matthew thought it was implied that they were hooking up the whole, yeah. almost the whole time. Matthew McConaughey's hunchback midget brother. <laughs> she, yeah. She goes from Matthew Score McConaughey. Score one for the ugly man. <laughs> yes. And the very <laughs> closing shot is they look into each other's eyes and then start kissing romantically. Cut to credit. And, and then it cuts to credit. The Portuguese hello. And we had no idea that the movie was going to end right there, but we were all with yeah. our fingers crossed Oh, God, I hope this movie ends right now. Yeah, that was awesome. I can't believe she bangs <laughs> Gary Oldman by the end of this. I don't know who wrote that. but and, and I could imagine, okay, she found love in a different place, but they really didn't hint at it that much beforehand. No. no. It seemed no, like they were unintentionally hinting at it. It was so bizarre and awkward, and it just seemed to come out of nowhere, despite the fact that we were hoping it would happen. Yeah. This movie, it has a real bizarre feel to it on multiple levels like the whole movie's pretty structureless like yeah. it took us it, it takes a while to kind of figure out who the protagonist yeah, I remember is even like, if there is a protagonist I guess it kind of ends up being Kate Beckinsale yeah. but like at first it follows her perspective then it's like a bit Matthew McConaughey then the, you go into like some subplot with Gary Oldman traveling around with Peter Dinklage then it goes back ah. to Kate Beckinsale and kind of, it's and just like Gary Oldman's ex-girlfriend or that's hooker, part of, hooker girlfriend that's part of why I was so shocked that I liked the movie because a movie <laughs> That's like any movie that's meandering always feels longer. This than This movie is. meanders like fucking crazy. It felt like it was over two hours for an hour again, and a half movie. Maybe I, maybe I just put too much weight into what I had learned from the trailer because the trailer it's like, oh, you didn't tell me your whole family was was little people, and then she, 
and so you kind of well, think, you expect that the you kind of people are going to be a bit crazy and that they're going to cause yeah, all these problems a, for her. He'll and she's have trying a to sort gremlins. It'll be just like like getting to know anyone else's like wacky family members, but she's you know she's kind of learning to but get they're away wackier. any prejudices or whatever. Well, it's but, like uh, what meet the parents, right? Like, sure. He goes to meet these parents, and then they're like they're all crazy and causing issues for him, and his you know her dad hates him, Aunt Ben Stiller yeah. or whatever, and like you expect that, but with midgets. <laughs> with little, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be a wrong. Well, they even they even set up that scene where her parents come to meet the midgets. Yeah. Right, and and so they come, and you can tell that her mom is really uncomfortable yeah, with the midget because they're, like, they're not the, Jewish or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love stealing your punches. <laughs> Thanks for taking the punchline. I before. wish the look on your face translated the into sigh. a podcast. <laughs> that look of just annoyed defeat is like, oh, fuck, sake. <laughs> yes, Richard. Thanks for telling the punchline that makes no sense before I've set up what the premise is. <laughs> Richard's just got his hand in his crotch, basically. His head in his crotch, basically, just bowled over. Um, <laughs> Yes, they they <laughs> they make it seem like her their her parents are like racist towards midgets or something, and then they're trying to ask her, and she goes, "I can't hold off any longer. I have to bring it up." And they're and even in the trailer, Kate Beckinsale's, "If you say anything, I'll never speak to you again. Like, yeah. Don't make fun of this midget family." And she goes, "Are you guys gonna raise him?" You know, just she's just Jewish gonna have or a Jewish wedding. Yeah, you're gonna have a Jewish it. wedding or something. It's just a total minor nothing or whatever, which was kind of a funny gag because I really expected her to be racist. They did set that, I didn't know they what, did set that up well. But but you'd expect that it's like that you're gonna see the gag coming and it's actually gonna be a fake. But I didn't know what to expect with this movie, so I thought, sure, yeah. flat out, maybe she's just racist towards well, the midgets, you know. Matthew it, McConaughey is. Because again, you're expecting this movie, it's an arc of her getting to know his family and kind of growing as a person to accept him as her own family. Just Despite their their like pretty wild differences, it was but kind of touching. That's parts. wrapped up in like twenty yeah. minutes. She yeah, gets over that, that quickly, and then it's like, right. okay, it's more about uh, we're gonna. Yeah, they gotta tell about Gary Oldman. Learn about Gary Oldman and his weird prostitute girlfriend. Yeah, that was weird. And then, and then the like, weird Iranian weird. dude that she's dating who beats him up because she's not dating him. He's a client. And Patricia Arquette and Peter Dinklage are just kind of there doing stuff. They're not really relevant oh, yeah, to the no, story. Really no, Peter Tinklish in that stupid accent. <laughs> he has a French accent. <laughs> like a stupid Ooh, French, French accent. accent. Monsieur, I hate the Why? French. <laughs> it's funny because Peter Dinklage is a pretty Marxist. competent actor. Like, yeah, I've ever, everyone yeah. will know him as uh, Tyrion from Game of Thrones, uh, but not everyone knows that he's actually American. Everyone assumes his British accent in that show is real, and it's not. So it's like he can pull off different accents. So evidently not a French no, accent. It was 20 years ago. So, uh, and this was quite, yeah, this was like 15 years ago. I think it was 2003. Or four. Yeah, two thousand three. Do you guys um, got anything else about Tinkle Twinkle Toes here? Twinkle Toes, good <laughs> movie. Well, I had thought during the movie, and and it's structuralist is kind of part of this, but also the look and the feel of movie, the way it's shot, like everyone's like this bland. Every shot is like this bland medium shot with no real, just whatever daylighting, just whatever. And the whole movie felt like uh, if Tommy Wiseau got pretty good at directing. <laughs> This is what he would make. Like <laughs> yes. he's still like he's still not. Gonna, he's never gonna make a, a good movie. But if he got pretty good, like decent, <laughs> it would be this movie. Just in the the way it looks, and even like yeah, the, the script and the trailer. It's just so bizarre. For those of you who don't know, Tommy yeah. Wiseau directed The Room, which is uh, one of the best. So bad, it's good movies. The Room ever made. is it. We've talked about it before, but uh, I mean, you know, I, I like it's just a movie many, full of many a- awkward people. dialogue, meandering story, lots of the things we're talking about in this movie, but just way, way worse. Many to the point people that have said it, yourself. but it's like it's the sinister, the Citizen Kane of bad, so bad it's funny. Yes, movies. Like, totally. It is, 
Absolutely. And it's hard to describe why. Everyone really just has to watch it with you, a group of friends that also haven't seen it, preferably. But Well, probably, no, with friends who have seen it. No, you because, want a couple people. Can, you want a couple people getting the what the fuck it. reaction of this movie. <laughs> but it's hard to describe because just everything about that movie is off. Like the dialogue's bizarre, like the way it's shot is bizarre, blah, blah. This movie had that feel, but not quite cranked to the level of the room. And everything about it, I'm like, this looks like Tommy was so filmed this after like 50 years of really honing his craft, but still he just doesn't have the gift for filming and this is the best he could come up with. That's what it looked like. I to me. Like that that's 100% the whole percent on board with this idea. Let's get Tommy Wiseau to direct Tiptoes Two. Tiptoes two. <laughs> Tiptoes Through two. Through the tulip. This time starring Daniel Day Lewis as nah. Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> grandfather midget. <laughs> I guess another question I have, because this is the only ever time I'm gonna have the opportunity to ask this question. <laughs> In my entire life. Um, it could never be relevant except for uh, why is midget considered an offensive term? Like when did I that? I don't know. Let's find out. Because I'm not going to Google it. I mean, I'm asking. I'm Google. asking opinions because they're funnier than Google searches. Um, yeah, don't just tell it right off the bat, Richard. <laughs> like wait until we can get our ideas. I understand out. was that was just like that was the medical like. I don't want to say definition or term, but the other thing about it is I feel like the other terms, when they say, don't say midget, you say little person. Dwarf. dwarf. How is yeah, dwarf, dwarf better? Seems Those way more offensive. <laughs> Both sound way well, worse well, to me. They're like, oh, look, don't you call him a midget? He's a little person. Look at this cute little guy. No. Yeah, even, <laughs> like it, even, just, it sounds demeaning. Even short person would be better because little person makes it sound like you could be talking about your character. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a little person. It just sounds demeaning. He's like, like He's using the word little. So he's a little like a person. little person. Oh, uh, look at all. I'm just going to pet him on the well, head. Well, dwarf is out of a fantasy <laughs> book. That's like the other thing I was saying. Like, it makes it sound Maybe like you're talking of, about like a woodland creature with an axe and a beard. Yeah, it seems way more. Yeah, Mitchell just, worse. to me, just means a short, uh, yeah, person who has got. Well, I guess dwarfism is the is the medical term, isn't it? Isn't it? You have dwarfism. dwarfism. You have dwarfism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, maybe that's why dwarf is. Uh, well, yeah, it sounds, like, sounds like Tolkien is a very offensive guy <laughs> naming the dwarves after. I want I've always just thought dwarf and little person sounded far more demeaning than midget. Like that just sounds like you know, Not because a person. Midget we need something to describe the, the, the situation. Like midget the midget doesn't seem to describe anything but the condition. Whereas dwarf could also be a fantasy creature. Little person could also be a metaphorical description of you. Midget, there's nothing else it could mean other than that you have yeah. this condition. So it seems like the least offensive. But clearly it's not. But it's just funny that it it, def, it feels like Do you something... Guys Guess where it came we're, from? We're, uh, I have no, no idea. But we it don't feels, even care no about idea. It, it feels to me like someone <laughs> like just decided, like somewhere, somewhere, someone somewhere down the road decided they just needed some some way to make this offensive like there was just not enough prejudice against little people so they're like how dare you be calling us midgets yeah it's like oh there were yeah there was a none little, of us realized that was a problem there was a I'm movement sorry. in the early 2000s where midgets were trying to get some more of that sweet sweet uh, controversy funding and they were like oh, we got to get in the limelight somehow here and like, uh, <laughs> you can't use midget that's yeah. offensive I mean I, to be fair it does sound like it never really caught on because nobody seems to have like big problem with saying the word midget. Not really. I've never seen it. Like, never, no one ever has That's a problem they, with that word. Nobody's looking out for midgets because they didn't watch Tiptoes. Otherwise, they would have <laughs> known all the struggles that they deal with. You are going to say no one's ever looking out for them because they never noticed they're there. Like, too short <laughs> behind the table or something. Barely ever noticed them. No one's ever looking up at them because they're always looking down at them. Uh, oh, that's pretty great. That's pretty good. Uh, you got, you done with Twinkle Toes here? 
I think so. There's like all little nitpicky things to get into, but none of them are particularly uh, engrossing, you know. It's because of the freak shows. They were called midgets because of the freak shows. <laughs> but did well, they just sure. use that because it's like, well, we, it have, so we have some midgets in it. Well, they, they are, are small. small. Yeah, that's it. So then, like you said, they probably just decided all of a sudden none that it was too midgets. derogatory. None of the like uh, the bearded woman. She's follically challenged. Follically challenged. <laughs> yeah, you can't call her a bearded woman. You just call her a man. But it doesn't sell as many tickets. Is this trans? Yes. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty good. It's uh, it's it, the bearded woman at our, our attraction. It's so unique because it's just a man who's trans but hasn't transitioned. <laughs> so it's just Andy. Yeah, this woman <laughs> it's just sitting there with a beard. <laughs> hey, it's me. You guys here to see the show? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a woman. I want to be a woman. Um, it's ma'am. So when I was a kid. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going somewhere weird. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember getting your first computer? Yes. Do you, so you remember there was a time when you didn't even have a computer in your house. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's how old we are. A simpler time. Younger. I mean, I was pretty young before that, but I do have memories of not having a computer and the internet, especially the internet. Yeah. I remember especially not having the internet. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting, uh, you know, my parents bought a Pentium 1, 100 megahertz processor sure. uh, <laughs> with a Lexmark printer. Yeah. Now, if, 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 if I, don't think that, I don't think Lexmark printers are, are they still around? Yes. I think they are. Do they still? I don't base that on anything. But I, feel <laughs> I know. Like I've seen I know that, that they supplied like my office. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Are they still, yeah. Are they still the own. biggest pieces of shit that you've ever used in your life? Yeah, they're they're gaudy and like they're huge unnecessarily. They're very slow. They break down yeah, very easily. Breaks okay. a lot. Yeah. Um, so I remember getting our first Lexmark printer, and it was like this beige thing with like light green highlights. Beige. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 computer white, you know, like it's off like an off white yeah. type of thing. Maybe it's not quite beige, but uh, you know, what I, it looks just like it's a. It'll bit be dirty. beige eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, well, let's. So the first thing that I thought to print was, I'm going to take the splash screen on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 <laughs> from the N64. So it's the screen that pops up before the game starts and it's got like, you know, some skateboarding graphics or something. It's a full color page, you yeah. know. And I don't know, it must have taken an hour and a half to print this one page off of this full color Lexmark printer. I mean, I, uh, my 3D printer could have printed it off quicker. And those are very slow, <laughs> uh, very slow things. Um, so I want to know what was the first, do you remember the first thing that you printed off with your first printer? Oh, see I'm going to say cheat codes. Cheat Probably codes? Yeah, yeah that's cheat that's definitely what it Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I can't you didn't tell you always... how many binders of cheat codes I had that just <laughs> loose leaf, you know, just sitting in the binder, because... falling out and crumpling all over you. You're, you're scrambling through your cheat codes to try to throw into the N60X. Because at that point, you didn't, like right now, we have, we always have something, pretty much always have something on us that's connected to the internet. So if you wanted cheat codes for a video, game, which aren't really a thing anymore, but if phone. you wanted them, you could look it up on your phone. You wouldn't print it. You, you would print never it. print it, but back then, we, it was on dial-up, so you weren't always connected to the Not internet, so you had to. So that one is pretty, I think, universal. I remember always having, like, for whatever game you were playing, yeah, yeah like like a three-sheets printed out and stapled together. Do you together. remember not knowing how to find walkthroughs and then learning the word walkthrough, and
and you're like, I can just search the game plus this keyword walkthrough, and it will teach me how to get through any game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember going to Game Facts and yeah. people thinking you went to Game Facts? I fangs? still go to. <laughs> <laughs> I still go to Game Facts. I remember writing some Game Facts. I still go to Game Facts. Putting my ASCII code pictures in, in my guide or whatever. How do I make this guy naked. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so was yours cheat codes, Andy? Mm. No, I don't. I don't. It would have just yeah. It would have just been cheat, cheat codes for printer. But like along those same lines of like, what was the first thing you did with the internet? I think that's also a fun yeah. That's question, a pretty good one. Remember. For most kids, that's like most kids nowadays. That's not gonna be a fun question because they they wouldn't even know because they've been using the internet since they were two. Yeah. yeah. There's no fun to it. But I remember like the first. When thing you're like I, ten years old and you get the internet. I have two two funny websites of like some of the first stuff I visited. One Zelda.com. No, but well, close to that, Do you that same line of searching thinking. for Zelda. No, but I remember first thing. It, all I did was I went. It probably to, sucked, didn't it? No, it was lesbian porno. It was my first <laughs> experience of pornography. Was looking up <laughs> Zelda 64 and getting this. <laughs> I just remember because this was also a bit before like uh, like a search engine website was because Google wasn't I'm not Alta even sure Vista it was a thing. you would use I remember when Google Metacrawler I remember my brother telling me about it's called Google it's there's no crap on it it's just a search bar and there's Ask nothing Jeeves, else yeah. Yeah, I just remember that. like like I, I didn't have any awareness for like a search engine, so I was just typing in whatever dot kind com. of dot com, and yeah. the first thing I went to was just Pokemon dot com. Like, nice. but it's just funny the idea of like not typing that into a search engine. You're just going, you're just typing in whatever yeah. dot, <laughs> dot com. com. That's <laughs> the, yeah, that's when they race to get the domains and stuff. But the other funny thing I remember now, uh, I remember like wanting to like look up like internet pornography of some yes. sort. Yes, I was going to bring this up by the way. But, but being like just a bit, like I was pretty young. You, so don't, know how, you bit, don't know what to look for. But a bit too naive and it's like, oh, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna go into anything like like too, too crazy, too crazy yeah, or whatever. Like just be like, it's a super innocent, naive story now that I think about it. But I remember like wanting to find like some kind of tits or whatever on the internet. So literally going. Tits.com. <laughs> no, that, that, that would be really good too. This is more innocent than that. I remember typing in, pictures.com and just and it was just like this photography website that occasionally had like some artsy like <laughs> nude model or something yeah. like that but it was like one in a billion so yeah. like softcore sifting, yeah. sifting through like a billion pictures at pictures.com just oh, in the hopes great. of seeing a boob search engines were definitely like because I'm five or six years younger than you guys yeah. so yeah. search engines like there wasn't much of a time that I used the internet where there was search engines weren't pretty popular yeah I'm like. sure they were a thing like in the early days of my internet experience, but they weren't like a super common thing. So I remember. So I remember in Google, uh, typing in. So okay. So the story here is though is that there's an autocomplete in Google. Yeah. So so later on, having somebody use our computer and I was in the nice. room, and then they saw my search query looking for oh, looking boy. for porn type stuff and i and i still remember what it is because bringing it up today makes me I'm sweat so, big I'm wet boobies so, i'm so excited <laughs> it's going to be good <laughs> fat like, chicks. anticipation is i can't even wait for the finish <laughs> he's like grinding his water bottle over here with his hands <laughs> Um, it, it, it doesn't really make me sweat because it's so bad. It's just because of how I felt at the moment of sure. like seeing somebody <laughs> sure. be able yeah, to see this. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, how'd that get there? You're like 11 years old or see something. A virus. 
yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like they're not even asking. <laughs> Who you. knows the internet? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have, could have been just anything, that Google. Like, and I remember giving one of those explanations, and I wasn't the one being asked like to explain it or something. It was <laughs> yeah, like, just you don't have to say Beads it. of sweat, you're coming up and over-explaining <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. So the search term was... Checky bikinis fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh Chicky? my god. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chicky baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's even funnier now that I say it out loud. Oh, Chicky. <laughs> it's just fat chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit. That's actually really great. <laughs> looking up chicken recipes, and all of a sudden it says. <laughs> Chicky bikini fat. It's uh, sorry, I spelt chow young fat wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre to me that I even remember that because yeah, I thought when, when I first thought of it five minutes ago, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to remember what the search term was. And I, said, so oh, I do remember what it was. So that was pretty incredible. I remember getting the computer and my dad being like, you kids, if I find out you're looking up pornography on this thing, I'm going to take it away. And I was really young and I was like, you can look up. Your <laughs> Thanks, so Dad. Changed your what? life forever. Wait, he <laughs> was blushing the whole time he was saying it. You mean to say that I should be recording you in this the conversation <laughs> when you're saying all these incriminating things? I never even considered it. This is Dad's porn. Yeah, and then this I had a computer. Dad's, por- I had Dad's a computer porn in my folder, room the-, the bookmark folder. <laughs> Do not look. Dad's porn. <laughs> so, did you ever have a friend? Uh, well, I, maybe that's a weird way to start this. I had a friend. I'm sure I did who, too. Who had a porn computer? Mm-hmm. I had a porn computer, Pornotron, and then it crashed, and I had Pornotron too. No, no, the uh, the computer didn't work. I hate recording this in a fucking office. <laughs> just, just mute that who phone. the fuck like is calling on a Saturday <laughs> to like get a hold of this office? You piece of shit! It happens all the time. Well, I know Boring. I've I know I've had mentioned that story of uh, the the kid and uh, meeting his girlfriend by their hands, touching the Willennium CD. And I know yes. I had mentioned that he was like, yeah, he was raised by a single mom, and he had a computer in his basement, like all to himself. And yeah. you know exactly what that computer was just being yeah. constantly used for. So I definitely. Episodes Definitely had porn. one of those. <laughs> so I think that you misunderstand what I mean. My friend had a porn, a computer, and then he had a computer tower that he stuffed with porn magazines <laughs> <laughs> inside the computer. No, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh my god! That's so that hilarious. that's a that's a pretty good one. That's <laughs> just like, but you also have a computer, man. Like it's just. Go on it. So I remember um, the first time that I got a messenger client was MSN Messenger. So yeah. I, you know, I'm too young for like I, what is it? I- IC- ICP, the messenger. A- ICQ. I- ICP, the, yeah. the insane clown posse <laughs> message board, um, or the ICQ, ICP board. Um, and I remember I had a neighbor and I could see him from my computer room window. I could see him in his computer room window. Just and we furiously added- <laughs> jerking it. <laughs> <laughs> and we both added each other on MSN Messenger and Super chatted talk. for like an hour. Yeah, I remember Just that. chatting with yeah, each other, even great. though we were like next door. Appear we offline. Hey, was, is so-and-so online? Because I don't see them as online. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. online. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it was the most fun I've ever had on the internet. Yeah, was just chatting for the first time on, on a chat client. Well, there was here. more of a novelty to it. Now it's just... It's a part of everyone's everyday life. The structure constant, was different, too. Chats. How about Rotten.com? Oh, oh yeah, I've Rotten. been there. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, like, the, I, remember, I always remember this image. The early of, days of the internet were a lot more fun. And yeah, yeah. A lot more adventurous. But you had Stick Death, and they yeah. had, these, had these gross animations like of like a, a, a stick people getting killed. Oh, Homestar Runner was great. Um, 
Yeah, Rotten was great. I always the only thing I remember from Rotten. I think there was one where this guy got hit by a subway train or something like that. Like it just had all sorts of really gory stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. There's some um, traumatizing and there, shit. And I remember there was this one of this dude whose like f head had like been blown off with a shotgun. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. So one. his head like tried. Yeah, that, that was a popular. Yeah. Yeah, that was a popular one. Yeah, that was really pop. That's the one I remember. That's where you go was, to get desensitized. It was really gross too. Like yeah. I, I I searched for it. Rotten doesn't seem to be up anymore. No. So uh, that's nah, kind of the whole. They probably The whole internet caught up, and basically every website's just that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Go to shotgunface.com. <laughs> shotgunface.com. Shotgunface.com. All right, let's uh let's get out of here. Well, that's the story. So if your air conditioner goes on the fritz or your washing machine blows up or your video recorder conks out, before you call the repairman, turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards, look under all the beds. Cause you never can tell. There might just be some adorable dwarves mining for gold in your house. <laughs> 